Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, focus, focus, skiggity scat. It ain't nothing with me. That nigga E40. Finna sprinkle some of you fools with some of this, this GAME, man, some of this guy. Understand my system. Finna sprinkle you fools with my sprinkling system. Understand this stuff. It don't stop till the motherfucking Glock pop. And fuck a Glock, I'm fucking with the six star. P226, Diana Ross, cousin Nina. Mr. Mina, that's what we do. Understand it. I'll be more hipper than the hippopotamus. Get off in your head like a neurologist. Push him awake than Atlas. Got a pot about it, ain't too populous. The 707, my roots go hella far back to floor terrace. Yeah. I pull a 40 out of my walk after then I flush it down my soft garris. The group that I'm with, the click. Click. Sugar D shot legit. Yeah. Family orientated, gang related, it's the shit. Yeah. Killing motherfuckers off crucial. Sitting them down mutual. Running through these lyrics as if I was fiber. Like black men and me. So time a time a. Body water. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. Big time, a time, Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big
Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio. Now, 
give you an idea when this civilization flourished 3,200 years ago, what was going on in the rest of the world at that time? Well, there was no Europe. There was only part of Greece. Troy was the big powerful city at the time. There was no Rome. Egypt was a great power. There was a power going on in China. But more importantly for our discussion here, there was also a great power here in the Americas. We call it Olmec, the civilization, the first known civilization. It means rubber, and it refers to a great ball which these people used to build, make, for a sacred ball game. Uh, the word Olmec is an, a term which archaeologists use just to identify these people. They don't know what they were called. Now, if it was only those stone heads, figure, well, maybe it's coincidence or something. But about 1920, a Polish anthropologist was doing work in Yucatan, right in Trestopotes, and he found the remains of several burials of black people that dated back before Columbus in this very same area. On top of that, throughout the rest of this century, smaller sculpture has been found in the Olmec area, definitely portraying black people and related to this first civilization. Now, when these great blackheads were first found in 1862, the Mexican, the European, and the American archaeologists said, well, these were just happened to be slaves who were blown overseas and they made statues of them. But yet the local people there, the native people, referred to those as black kings, sometimes as African kings. Also, if you have a slave, you're not going to create this huge, magnificent monument to someone that's the lowest part of society. You only create giant monuments to your most important people in society. On top of that, all of these great heads that were found were not just laying out in the open. They had been ritually buried with reverence, which means that they probably were great monuments at one time and that there was a period of mourning and then they were ritually buried, sort of you interred the greatness of this person. To give you an idea how magnificent these stone heads are, I should mention one thing before I forget too. Uh, the archaeologists say, oh no, they don't represent black Americans, black Africans at all. They represent uh, a kind of Indians. But they resemble, as you'll see in the slides here tonight, nothing resembling Native American Indians. On top of that, they are all crafted out of black basalt. They're not, in other words, the basalt was chosen specifically to represent a black person, someone with black skin. They weigh 40 tons and they were quarried in a, a mountain area that was 50 miles away, quarried there and sculpted there, beautifully sculpted, and then transported more than 50 miles to the capital of the old Mech civilization. Well, that's why he can sit there, that's all right. That'd be the same thing today as if you went, say, out to Gainesville, uh, Georgia, uh, found a boulder, crafted it perfectly, and by hand were able to transport it, this 90-ton uh, work, all the way to the downtown uh, Atlanta area. So whoever did this, they were obviously a great people with social organization on the same par of their artistic achievement. This is by no means the end for evidence of blacks in the Americas. Uh, a mound, a ceremonial mound, was opened in the year 1901 in northern Wisconsin,
outside of the Apostle Islands. Now that's extreme north part of Wisconsin, right on the uh, Upper Great Lakes. When this mound was opened in 1901, the, the bones did not look Native American, and the skulls especially did not look Native Americans. Uh, Native Americans, you can tell almost at a glance that they are Native American skulls because the teeth they meet the upper and lower jaws. They have either no overbite or very little overbite. These jaws had pronounced overbite. So when the archaeologists found these skulls, they began to think, well, who do these people represent? So from that overbite, they investigated the rest of the jaw structure, the cheekbone structure, the periantals, this area up here, and unquestionably, they belong to black people. Now, to be interred in a mound was a sign of honor. Uh, the average person, the average person uh, in the Native American cultures in Wisconsin, when they died, they were usually buried under the floorboards of the house. <laughs> it went down further and further. You, you, kept the, you kept the family, literally, in your domicile. Or else, if they were common people, workers and so on, they were just buried anonymously in Potter's Field. The mounds were reserved exclusively for... Regents, kings, shamans, priests, the movers and shakers of society. These four black men that were found in this mound were laid out respectfully with copper goods. Now there's a key there. What were these ancient blacks doing up in northern Wisconsin more than a thousand years ago? And why with copper goods? The upper Great Lakes of our country forms the richest deposits of copper on earth among the largest, but more importantly, the richest, the highest grade copper. It appears that these black Africans were in the Upper Great Lakes mining that copper. We do know, for example, that the Upper Great Lakes area was the scene of a massive, complex, highly sophisticated copper mining operation. It was so complex that whoever these ancient people were, they dug a trench five miles long, were able to drill 60 feet through solid rock to remove this high-grade copper, and they were able to remove, while they were working up there, an astounding half a billion pounds of copper. Now, the Native American Indians they used copper, it was known as float copper. They'd pick it up off the ground and they'd make it into bracelets and so on. They didn't use much of it. Somebody was involved in making huge amounts of copper mining. Now, who could that have been? Well, if you look on the other side of the world, there were black kingdoms in West Africa, some of them known as Ghana and Mali. And if you study those cultures, and a lot's known about them because they lasted all the way to about 1400 A.D. when the Arabs came in. These people were great goldsmiths, great metallurgists. They used lots of copper. Now, what's interesting, folks, is in that area of Africa, there are not many great deposits of copper. Where did they get all this wonderful copper? It's also known that these Africans were tremendous seafarers. They had things known as power canoes, in which there were 60 men manning these canoes. Then, on the other side of the United States, in California, you had a black tribe. And I will show you a, uh, a drawing that was made from life, a beautiful illustration from life, of a man decked out in a kind of an Indian getup, but he is definitely not an Indian. He is a black person. What are we to make of all this? These wonderful comparisons. First of all, there is no doubt whatsoever 
regardless of what the establishment archaeologists say, that there were sizable numbers of black people in the Americas, and they were not slaves blown out overseas by mistake. They actually had come here for specific economic and cultural purposes. They raised kingdoms here. Um, let me just quote from my notes. I don't like to normally do that, but there's so much information here. My brain is so small, I can't get all this stuff down. Um, one of the things that's interesting is that there was a 16th century historian. His name was Peter Martyr. This was a man who was with the Spanish expeditions to Mexico. He was an eyewitness to the Spanish conquest. And in his chronicles, he writes exactly what happened. And Peter Martyr, who accompanied Balboa, you know, the guy that was looking for the fountain of youth through Florida, they actually saw native blacks in Florida in the year 1513. There was also a priest by the name of Gregoria Garcia. He said that there were blacks on an island north of Colombia, again in the 16th century, and that the people in Panama referred to a Negro king or a black king who had just recently died. Uh, Garcia's associate, his name was Bartholomew Las Cosas, he reported blacks in Florida. They even wrote down the names of these black tribes. Um, the black tribes were known as the uh, Jamasi of Florida, the Caribbees of St. Vincent's, and the Churusas of Brazil. And they were regarded as indigenous black people. In other words, they were there before the Spanish arrived. When the Spanish arrived, they just immediately enslaved them, uh, those that survived the diseases that were introduced by the Spaniards. So very little of what is known about them beyond these reports exists today. Now, since this information has come out, there has been great strides made in DNA. You're all familiar with the O.J. Simpson trial, how they can get blood types down. And in this DNA research, they've been, anthropologists, archaeologists, using computers, have been able to trace the different races that inhabited the Americas before the Spaniards arrived. One of the groups they've traced definitely are mongoloid that came across the Bering Straits. Now, these terms that I'm using have no social bearing. So when I say Negro or Negroid, it's the same I'm using Caucasoid or Mongoloid. These are scientific terms to identify people. They, I'm not talking in, in social terms. The people that came across the Bering Straits, we know about, okay, were Mongoloid. Definitely became the Indians and so on. Two, at least two black strains pre-Columbian, they call them, before Columbus here, existed in America. One of those strains, those black strains, is unequivocally traced back to West Africa. This is revealed in some of the sculpture, the Olmec sculpture, which shows some of the blacks with a peripheral ridge, barely perceptible, a peripheral ridge around the lips. That is traced to a genetic type found in Ghana. It shows you also how excellent the artist was in portraying a real-life person.
forever shining this light We keep it blazing, yeah Boy, forever shining this light Hey, thank the Lord my cup is full and running over All who never like we are gonna love we know Baby girl just text me, say she coming home And when she reach you, want me to turn off the phone Turn the lights down low, turn up the stereos Altanelli's Gregory eyes are Dennis Brown Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration That's the positive vibes we keep creating Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing As long as we live in this life, we keep it blazing As long as we live in this life Ain't nothing wrong with melodies, I touch you so They're acting like the people don't need it no more Still when she hear that good music, she hold me closer She groovy now, I know she feeling it for sure She moved to me and rest her bed up on my shoulder Soothingly she tell me if it turn up the song Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration, yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah That's the positive vibes and we creating, yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, Forever shining in light, we keep it blazing, blazing Forever shining this light, oh yeah Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. What up? What up? What up? Peace to the gods. Right here on Metaphysic Thursday. I'm your host, Joey Bounce. Go, Ali. 
So we're going to get right to it tonight Tonight this is the Metaphysics Show um, So we are talking tonight Specifically About the Fallen Angels Which is our topic of tonight um, Got a good clip for you I'm going to play tonight um, and So before I get into it right, I want to just preface What we're going to talk about tonight um, By giving you a little information Right about these so-called fallen angels, right? And the idea of a fallen angel, which is derived from what's known as the Book of Enoch, and the Book of Enoch is the ancient Hebrew religious text, right? And, and it deals with um, what they would say is the great grandfather of Noah, right? Enoch contains these uh, these materials and these organs. Um, it deals with the Nephilims, it deals with demons, it deals with angels, it deals with those who so supposedly fell from heaven, right? Which is an explanation of the Genesis flood, okay? And so, as we deal with this tonight, we have to understand that um, even in the Jewish context, when we deal with uh, what's known as persuadographa, which are um, attributed works, essentially, um, some of this stuff deals with the assumption that the sons of God, okay, um, are mentioned in Genesis uh, 6, 1 through 4. Excuse me, it talks about angels. Okay, so in the period that is immediately preceding the New Testament, okay, because you got the Old Testament, you got the New Testament. So in, in the period that's preceding the New Testament, you have these um, different sects that pop up. Some of them were based in Judaism. Some of them were uh, based in Christianity, right? But they were different schools of thought, okay? And they identified um, what they say were the sons of God or the fallen angels. So during the the, the late, what they called the Second Temple Period, right? And the Second Temple Period is, in Jewish history, it deals with... Um, the period of 516 BCE to 70 CE, right? And these are essentially the second temple periods, right? These are um, texts that deal with your Pharisees, they deal with your um, Sadducees, they, they deal with your Sensees, um, your Zealots, um, early Christianity, all these different things, right? But during this period, um, the, the supposed Biblical giants, as they were, okay, um, were considered to be the offspring of the fallen angels, and this is where you get the idea of giants from, and the giants that walked the earth, and there has been, um, that there has been proof that at one point in time there were giants in the planet, okay. So it's very interesting, and and it's worth taking the time to do the research on the giants, right? And so, in all of these different accounts, um, Allah, God, Jehovah, whatever you prescribe that ultimate source to be, essentially um, sends what's known as the great deluge or the great purge to the world, right? And this great purge uh, was, was basically said to purge the world um, of these beings that fell, right? These these giants, the the ones who who decided to have sex with the daughters of men, right? And um, it was strictly forbidden. So 
when we get into this, right, and we talk about um, these demons that roam the earth, it's important to understand what this is. And even in Robinist Judaism and Christianity, authorities um, after the third century essentially rejected the, the Nietzschean writings, okay, um, and, and this basically dealt with the, the union between angels and women producing giants. So, Christian. We talk about Christianity, right? And Christianity, um, you know, I, I'm here to tell you that I don't believe that any religion is essentially um, right or wrong. I think that um, there are multiple ways to get to heaven, right? And I think that um, the history is something that everybody should know because it's an interesting history. And it's one of those histories where um, there's a lot of conjecture, right? None of us were were essentially here when all of this took place and maybe you were reincarnated but but none of us who are on the planet right now walking living breathing from what we know we're here right unless you some type of alien or something right but christian theology basically indicates that the sins of fallen angels occur before the beginning of human history right accordingly the fallen angels became identified um, with those who led statements of the rebellion against god and then basically equated with demons you understand so evidence for the belief in fallen angels among Muslims uh, will, will trace back um, to the companions of Muhammad such as uh, Ibn Abbas or Abdullah Ibn okay, Musad so when we look at, at, at even um, Islam right one of the first opponents of fallen angels was the early and influential Islamic um, Hassan Basara. Okay. So the the whole doctrine of infallible angels he pointed to in, in the verses, right? He stressed um, the pity of angels, right? Why he simultaneously essentially would reinterpret verses, okay, in his acknowledgement of fallen angels. Okay, and they say that fallen angels walk among you today. So the precise degree of angelic fallibility okay, among scholars and people who accept the fallen angels okay, um, is that there's a common assertion that these, you know, these essential angels were um, messengers among angels or, uh, as long as they remain angels, right? And so we have to understand that, the, you know, Every book in the world has essentially an explanation of what fallen angels are, and, and this is this is something that many people have studied. And you know, I, I think that it's an interesting subject. We have to talk about it, you know, whether you are interested in it or not. But tonight, I'm going to play some information, and hopefully, it will help to to bring some things to to life, right? And even if you look in the Bible, look at under Luke ten eighteen. Right, it refers to Satan falling from heaven, and then even in Matthew twenty five forty one, it mentions the devil and his angels who will be thrown into hell. Right, a a um, what they call the synodic gospel, which identifies Satan as the leader of demons. Right, even Paul the apostle states in First Corinthians six three that there are angels who will be judged, implying the existence of wicked angels. Okay. The book of Revelation deals with this too, right? It says that it speaks of Satan as a great red dragon whose tail swept the third part of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. Okay. 
verses 7 through 9, it says that Satan was defeated in the war in heaven against Michael and his angels. The, the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent, who was called the devil and Satan, and who was actually known as the deceiver. Now, it's important to note that, um, as they say, Satan and the devil and Beelzebub are all different entities, right? Um, and so when, when people say you could be a god or a devil, um, you know, you can literally be a god or you can be a devil and the choice is yours, right? And, and that's the beauty of free will because you've been given the choice and, you know, when you when you choose to question God and who God is, and I heard it in a clip earlier I was listening to it and it says, you don't question potatoes, you just enjoy them, right? And that was part of the reason why they said that the angels was kicked out of heaven because they began to question the most high, right? So, um, you know, the Quran repeatedly tells about the fall of Ebus, right? According to, to the Quran in 2.30, the angels um, object to God's intention to create a human because they will cause corruption and shed blood, echoing the account of uh, one Enoch in the book of Jubilee, right? So this happens after the angels observe men causing unrighteousness. Um, so after God demonstrates the superiority of of Adam's knowledge in comparison to the angels, he orders them to prostrate themselves, basically to cut off their things, right? And so you have to look at um, the Adamites and Adam, right? And the Bible talks about this, and there's, and there's two different um, groups of people, right? So only Ebus refuses to allow the instruction. So when God asks for the reason behind Ebus's refusal, he boasts about himself being superior to Adam. Because he's made of fire Right So thereupon God expels him from heaven And in the early Meccan period Right He disappears As a degraded angel But since he's called um, A genie Right This is where you get the yin from Right Some scholars Argue that even is actually not an angel But an entity apart Saying that he is only allowed To join the company of angels As a reward for his previous righteousness You see so therefore, they reject the concept of fallen angels and emphasize the nobility of angels, which is important, right? By quoting certain Quranic verses like 666 and 1649, which basically this um, distinguishes angels from the jinn, right? Who were capable of sin. So they said that the jinn were capable of sin. And this is where you get the term genie from, okay? So. The, the notion of genie cannot really um, exclude Ibis from being an angel. So according to uh, Ibis Abbas, angels who guard the, the, the genon or the heavens were called the genie, you see. So just as humans uh, were from Mecca, were called the, the, the Mecki or the, the Messi, right? But they're not related to the genie race, you understand? See, this is see, this shit gets really deep, right? So... When you you go listen to that song, um, feel like I walked out of heaven. You know that song. That that's that um, no, no, I can't sing, but that's that um, I, I think it's Boys to Men or something like that, right? They were telling you stuff in some of these songs, right? You listen to a lot of these songs, they're telling you about this, right? They can't just come out and say it. So scholars assert that um, genies, right, um. Or essentially, the, the, the jinn is in everything hidden from the human eye, right? Or both angels and other visible creatures, okay? Um, thus including the, the ibis, 
to a group of angels, right? And so, um, in, in the Surah 1536, God essentially granted Enos the request to prove the unworthiness of humans. And then Surah 3882 also confirms that Enos intrigues to lead humans astray are permitted to God's power. This is where you get the idea of, of the devil from, right? So, um, as mentioned in the Surah 1765, Ebus attempts to mislead God and his servants are, are destined to, to fail. So the Quranic episode of Ebus parallels another wicked angel in the early books of Jubilee, right? Like Ebus, uh, which requests God's permission to tempt humanity, right? And both are essentially limited their power. So that is basically able to deceive God's servants. You understand? So the, the motif of Ibis, the disobedience, derives not from the, the Watcher mythology, but can be traced back to the Cave of Treasures, which is a work that probably holds a, a um, explanation of what's most known as the Orthodox part of Christianity. This is where your New Testament comes from. Okay, and so we talk about the Cave of Treasures, which is which is which is pretty important, right? This this essentially will deal with. Um, the, the the cave of treasures is, is this deals with your apocrypha, right, or, or your uh, your apocalypse. Um, it, it, you know, if you get deep enough into the idea of the cave of treasures, this goes into your old Christianity works, right? This goes into your Adamites, right? This goes into the informational Adam and Eve. It deals with the original form, right? Um, what they call the fifth and the sixth century um, text. Okay, so just just a little background information, right? We're gonna dive into this tonight because I think that it's important information. It's probably some of the most important information that we could dive into. Um, you know, I don't. You know, this is education, pure education. I'm not advocating um, or de-advocating, right? I'm I'm simply. Um, presenting the information as it is, and hopefully you guys can take this information and use it for your highest good. All right. So with that being said, we're gonna dive into this information tonight. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll dive right into it right here on Metaphysic Thursday. And I am your host. I'm your radio host, I should say. All right. So let's dive into it. We'll be right back. Uh, the mighty set Santana, what's up? More like a movement you need be in tune with Killer the dawn, what's good? Crack music Diplomatic community, 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 uh-huh. community, 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 Money, power, respect is what the lock says. You show the lot of lock and respect is what the cops said. Fuck the cops. Paparazzi flicks on the six page. Click, click, click. Grammy bunch with the 40s by the rib cage. Got my jacks, we want to be this like Big day. R.I.P. I've been by a roadie since the kid's age. Nice one. Four, five, six, top in the seven series. Thanks, sir. With drop top shit, I can see having clearly. Pray for me. Try to 
put them on the game, but they never hear me. Snoop, maybe in Texas, the closest that you're getting near me. Shit, cause life is so ferocious that it's getting scary. And it's hard to stay focused, and my eyes are getting teary. Optimus, what up, nigga? Diplomatic community. Hey, yo, Capo, what up, man? Diplomatic community. Yeah, after I fuck all these girls wanna spoil with me. Come in and tour with me. I'm shining like the sun and girl, you looking like the moon of yes, me. You are. Your man a goon, he's scared to be in the room with me. That's detrimental. I don't deal with anything that's sentimental. Had cocaine in the rent. Nothing sweet, but all my sweets are presidential. Dead presidents, I'm done with residential. What I mean, man, I bought my own zip code. Oh. Leave me alone, I go flip mode Don't care if you black with a big nose White with big toes Just how the shit goes The kid with the sick flow Jewelry, got Bruce Leroy Slash Slick Rick Glow Fuck is you, Negro It's crazy Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. All right, here we go. We're going to get right into it tonight. Um, this is uh, Fallen Angels and the Fallen Ones. Um, we're going to dive right into it. So here we go. Peace to the gods. We're slave and doesn't want you to rise up to indicate. Is uh, Brother Leroy somewhere around? No. Okay. Okay, uh, let me say a few words about Dr. Blair. There was a sister that lived here in New York, and she went down to Atlanta, Georgia. And she saw this tape, and it's called Earth's Ultimate Pride. And she said, oh, you've got to see this tape. This brother is bad. Oh, boy, he goes into metaphysics, and he goes into this and that. I said, oh, i got to get this. Hurry it up. Send it to me. This is a, a group down in Atlanta called Black Media. And they sent the tape to me, and it blew me away. I said, I've got to bring this man here. So I worked on it, and AIC invited him up, and that's the way it goes. And you seem to like him from January the 27th when he was here, and uh, a lot of people didn't know he was here on the 18th and 19th of February. We also have those tapes when he did the woman lecture and he did the man lecture. So I want you, what I want you really to do is to enjoy this one today. So talk about the melanin wars. And I want you all to stand and give him a New York, Brooklyn style welcome right here.
deal of respect for because he has a great deal of knowledge and information. In New York, there are so many people that have a great deal of knowledge and information, and that's as it should be because your population is so dense. Meaning by that, again, you've got so many boroughs and so many. You do outstrip Chicago, where I come from, again, almost five to one. Okay. At the same time, there's so much to know about melanin, so much that we must understand about self. And I understand from the two previous lectures that you had recently, again, Brother Bobby Hemet, who I know very well. In fact, he's now in Detroit where I was. I set that up for him, by the way. And again, Brother Valentine, who is a local person who you've known. You have expert researchers in history. You have Ben Yachem and Dr. Clark. You have a number of people. The unique thing that I try to break is how to. If these things are effective, buddy, if these things are effective, better now? Okay. Which one now? This one? Okay. Is that it? Okay. To be effective, these things must be practiced. And there's so much to know because the school system that we've had in the United States has not told us the truth, has not educated us, but has trained us to stay in a perpetuated state of control. As I stated before, to be a little bit redundant, it would be folly for anyone who is ruling you and making you a slave and doesn't want you to rise up to educate you. It is ridiculous to think you can become educated in this country by going through a school system. You can become trained to fulfill a niche and a cause and a wheel to maintain and perpetuate a system that will grind you under and your children under as it is done on infinitum. Training that is killing you is the cause and manipulate what it is will on your planet. Therefore, the time for education, any way you can get it now, is long overdue, and hopefully that's what these classes will do. The knit and grit need to survive, and better than survive, to live and live free on a planet that is beautiful. We will teach you in there why the planet got clogged over. I'll teach you again what an electromagnetic field is, what an electrical field is, and what a magnetic field is, and teach you why you are unique. You have a gift from the gods that is called melanin. I state you have a gift from the gods It is called melanin. For advanced beings who understand science and genetics, who understand cloning, magnetic propagations, and electrical frequencies, and understand how to radiate an entire planet, how to put up an orbiting satellite called a moon, have been here. And they have set this planet up to stop anybody from getting past a certain frequency while incarnate upon it, unless they do so. This is what they have not told you. You're going to, I'm saying things now that you're going to hear them this year and on. You're going to start hearing things you already know that there are publications coming out now that are mind-blowing. As well they should because they have not even tried to appeal to the mind for 400 years. And if you're going back to 332 B.C. when the Greeks came into Egypt and found 
the real magic that their cave people had told them about. Then from that time on, they have sought to fight against those with melanin because they realized that the melanin carriers had the gift from the gods. The only difference between human hemoglobin, the oxygenating corpuscle that carries light throughout your organ, throughout your organisms, throughout your glands, and plant chlorophyll, the only difference is one magnesium molecule. The brother told you well. I differ differ with him on one point, and I'll get to that. And as this energy comes in, per se, to a plant, the plant does what you've been taught in school, a half-truth. It just becomes photosynthetic. It is able to take energy in the form of light rays, and there's seven in one beam of light, seven different rays, and transfer it into a usable quantity in your body and utilize the energy from it. To do so, the plant is green. In human hemoglobin, it takes the same kind of thing, light that penetrates into the cells photosynthetically, and then it transfers that oxygen through the capillaries of the lungs into the body itself. And you are brown. The reason why you are brown is a gift from the gods. Because to withstand a radioactive field that was around our Earth close to two million years ago when you were first put here. Did you hear that figure? You had to be turned jet black. That jet blackness has dissipated, and now you can still get the jet black, you can get the brown, you can get tan. You can get yellow, which is an albinism of melanin, and you can even get white, which is a complete rejection of the melanin syndrome and getting used to the translucent state, which all of us did start with. We undo this in the classes in a way that you will understand it. I'm overviewing it now to tell you a little bit about melanin since uh, Brother Valentine already started it on that plane. I won't go into all of that because the whole day would keep us here for literally hours upon time. We would run into tomorrow. Once the melanin had been given, the gland to continue its manufacture and usage was called the pineal gland. The pineal gland situates beneath the pituitary gland, and it swings on a little ligamentation like a pine cone. That's why they call it pineal. It looks like an inverted pine cone. It is capable, since it's kind of swings and hangs, of metronomic action, back and forth, and back and forth, capable of vibrations and even circular oscillations. Many of you may have remembered where you have done a little trick by holding a pendant. Some of you are in the crystals. You may have had a crystal at the end or a magnet there, and you hold it above one hand, and you watch it. Sometimes it goes back and forth. Other times it goes around in circles. How many have ever played with that, not really knowing what you're doing, but it's like a school experiment? How many have ever done that at all? So that's it. You guys have a rich background. Some of you have, some of you haven't. I will show you in the classes how you can even take that kind of energy and take it to the ninth power by just hand classes with certain things in mind, transfers of energy from one person to another. 
How many of you, just to, just to kind of show you, not to tease you, to show that there are hands-on actions here, and I do know what I'm talking about, how many remember playing as little kids? You see, because they stopped you from doing this. But you brought it over not only from Temet, but from inside the earth when you came out. You too came from inside the earth million years ago. But they showed you a way to survive on the surface and begin to defy surface laws. And they told you that if you could begin to stack your hands, go back in your school kid days now. You may have done that here in PS number one or 20 or whatever again. People begin to stack their hands, and they put another hand, another hand, another hand, another hand. I'm pretty sure you got there. If you notice, that athletic team still does that. That's not a joke. That's not foolishness. That is concentrating energy so you are one woe, and then you go out and you do what you got to do. And for a while, you are God. The point is, the energy flow on the planet and the energy flow within our bodies because of all the miseducation about what we should eat and when we should sleep and everything else has made you go to a very low vibration. You come up to that God-like sin, and what you can do after that, you can go lift a person, they do it, we do it in our classes too. Go to the four corners of a chair, whoop, the person might go up 15 feet into the air. The person is weightless under that touch when you combine your energy fields. Now we have to get way above our planetary, what they call gravitational pull, to experience weightlessness. But you can create that same type of what they call fourth heaven resonance right here on Earth. You see, heaven is not just a state of mind, it's a position on our planet where only people of certain mental consciousness can exist. That's what they also didn't want to tell you, because this is the lowest heaven of all, horrid. Horrid. People who have melanin have been told that everything in the body is governed by the brain and that every reaction in every system is brain-governed. And that is wrong. Melanin acts independently. It is capable of instantaneous reaction to energy fields without being processed through any of the neuron synapses and dendrite stems of the brain. In other words, it acts as a chlorophyllin carrier. It takes energy, reacts to it, and processes its own information to its nearby cells. That's why you can get again those beautiful moves of the Michael Jordans those cuts and throw by the football players, and those immediate reactions because you can't stop and think. They have to train people without melanin or with little melanin to react. People with melanin react anyway because it's like what they showed on the black Buddhas. You have eyes everywhere. You are totally conscious, and you don't wait for brain processing, which slows it down. What proves it to you in the class is because you can inflict pain and if you have your mind off somewhere, it'll take sometimes up to 15 seconds before you feel the pain. And you can even delay that longer if you're trying to offset pain by merely mind control. They don't teach you, though, with melanin, you can make that instantaneous reaction, or you can delay it up to 30 seconds, or you cannot even get defeated at all by simply using certain ways with melanin and ingesting certain foods and herbals. Melanin is a gift from the gods. With melanin, you can speed up your healing process in half. 
And if you really get into a strong magnetic field, nothing to do with the electricity, which hurts you in the main. You can be even cut that into a third. You can see into the body without using anode-cathode gray bombardments if you have melanin by using magnetic fields. One of my favorite people coming in there again, Brother Lily. Brother William Lily, hello there. Got to say hi to This is a man who has helped me a great deal when I've come in here to New York. First time he's attended one of my lectures. I'm very happy about that. Once you begin to use this kind of energy in this fashion again, per se, you can speed up everything that your body does and everything that your brain does. You can even speed up the kind of energy and frequencies that normally you're attuned to that come in to your body and into your brain. This makes you a god. What is a god? I'm not going to go into all of that because that's a long thing, but any race of people or any individual that begins to do the supernormal that everyone else is not usually able to do is looked upon as a wondrous avatar or person. People want to worship people. Shouldn't worship any person. Really. No person should be worshipped. No person should be envied. Respected, studied, watched, emulated if what they're doing is good. That's as far as it takes because you too are gods. How do I know it? You have mouths. All the history of the gods that came from various places, advanced scientists, advanced races of all descriptions, from lizard-looking creatures to snake-looking creatures, from little short ones to very tall ones, 30 feet tall, the bones are still on our earth to prove that they did live here at one time in physical form. All were amazed at the most advanced people in our galaxy what they had done with a certain issue of people here by giving them melanin, the gift of the gods. That's why you're being buzzed now with all kinds of UFOs. And nobody here to talk about the mothership and so they got motherships of all descriptions around here, good and bad. Some you don't want to get near. Or you want to get within 50 miles of them, you can avoid them. And others, you want to run an embrace, and if they weren't around, you'd have been annihilated a long time ago. We'll see about that. We're talking to break it down in our classes. Government's well aware, well aware. In fact, they didn't build about 33 of them themselves, and I don't know how long because that was last year. They are not trying to get to the photon drive. So. But your gift is that at the highest degree of the cultivation of melanin throughout the pigments of the cells, endodermal, extradermal, bloodstream, and so each of those glands is then able to reach its highest vibration and loose what is called the astral body. The real mothership. As I said before in one of my lectures, and I had to do this because the brother kind of introduced it on a level that is way out esoterically, and he's right. Say all but one thing I agree with him on. So I have to now kind of change what I was going to present and back into the actual melanin wars to tie in with what he has started. When the melanin in a form of high energy yield throughout the body vibrates, every cell in every organ vibrates faster. Since melanin is also in the brain, the brain vibrates faster. And the frequencies that it can reach are astounding. 
There's a frequency that lets you seem to be out of your body looking down on it that they all talk about. There's a frequency that lets you sense when something's going to happen to one of your loved ones before it happens. And if it's happening, almost go crazy because you know it's happening even though you're not there. It eats any switch or EATT, North, Northern Telecom, or Bell Atlantic. It is your instantaneous form of communication. It is a thing that messes up your cable TV when you pass by it. It is a thing that sometimes when you get excited, again, begins to interfere with your TV patterns. And it's a thing that we just don't utilize enough. Why? Because who was going to teach it? The teachers were killed when they brought us out of Mother Africa. The teachers were killed when they attempted to do it here. And even under the Masonic Guild and the ancient ones who tried to at least serve the gods by helping the children of the gods knew where they were, they were killed and tortured as worse as you were because they didn't want you to know who you were. They wanted to steal the planet imprison you, and take what the gods have left. Again, I'm talking about gods, advanced scientists from many worlds watching a special project here on this planet, Tierra, Sean, Sanchez, all names of this little place. Melanin, when operating well, causes the pituitary gland to release hormones that they haven't even cataloged. They can't because they have no way to measure the hormonal things because they're instantaneously there and they're gone. But when they're there, they give you flashes of the cosmic universe, intuitive flashes in full color of who you have been and what you can be. The same flashes that when you depart this body and your life places before you, that you go through again. But did they ever teach you that you don't have to die to bring that about? That that cosmic wisdom of knowing everything that your ancestors knew is yours every night when you go to sleep and between 11 and 2.30 when the melanin glands are working at its best because you must have total darkness. That's why they give you the TVs that never go out. Last night, I was in a hotel right from Texas. She woke up because something awakened her, and there was a beam of light on the back of my head. And she said, what in the heck is that? And she awakened me gently and went and covered the cable receiver, which was actually obviously not a receiver, but a sender, on the back of my daggone head. I didn't even know what hotel room I thought I was going to myself. So it's by accident that this goes to the back of my head. What was it doing with my typical lobe where my psychic equipment is? And by now you should know I am a psychic. Okay, I do channel. But I thought I was under my own control. What the heck was messing with me then? The same thing that messes with all of us all the time. When we begin to come into consciousness as to who we are and begin to not talk about it. But do it. Melanin, then, is a gift that separates you from anybody that doesn't have it. People say that black people are ugly. People say that people with melanin are really not desirable, and they're so on and so forth. Isn't that an interesting Photograph. You can't see it from there, some of you. 
but it shows a very pale woman and a very dark woman. It's the same woman. With artificial melanin and in a natural state. And the caption says, stay beautiful year round. your melanin with you wherever you go. Be more desirable and wanted. Fulfill your wildest dreams. Wear the colors that you only dreamed of previously. But everybody hates dark people, right? The gods loved you previously pale people by giving you permanent plans and melanin capability because it understood that the planetary frequency was going to be changed by those who don't like you and wanted to see another race of their own prosper on your planet. And they beat off your overseers because it would have been total bloodshed in the cosmic universe and in the solar system to have fought them longer. And they let them have their sway for a season. They changed a beautiful, oxygenated, I heard what the brother said, magnetic field into an ozone-infested electromagnetic field and cut down the frequencies and then cut off your 12 basic strands of DNA and limited you to two. And then later on even saw that that one was halved into two helixes. This only means that if you understand anything, about computers, anything at all, about lines that carry power. If you've got 12 lines of cable bringing a current from one source to wherever you want it, and you've got one cable, one line, bringing you a current from wherever you want to you, which do you think would be more powerful? It should be more powerful if they're both of equal value. The 12. Well, you had 12 lines throughout your body bringing you 12 kinds of energy which you could utilize. And they met with 11 of them. Cut them. And they now what they call junk DNA. There is no such thing as junk DNA. Go back and tell your professors I told them that. And they lie. Or they're ignorant. They shouldn't be professors teaching genetics. Junk DNA are those strands that were cut, and when they weave back together again, and they're going to, you will have the power potential of 50 gods, 50 supermen, 50 atlases, and Schwarzeneggers and anything else that you want to have, because the physical body will then follow the astral, etheric, mental, causal, higher forms of energy. And all your dreams will become answered. Don't think that anybody's going to let that happen if they can stop you. And they're going to try to stop you with every means known to this planet. It is a war on. The only thing is, you only realized that there were battles. You didn't know you were in a war for this very planet. But many of you now are coming into that consciousness as you should and must. The best from Kemet, Aikubu land, is here in the United States. Survivors 
of those DNAs, even though you see they killed your ancestors, they couldn't kill the DNA strand that produces those kind of beings. That's why killing is such a stupid, wasteless thing. Because all you do is to transform that entity into a higher form that will be able to withstand the thing that took out its ancestor and ancestral rights go on. That's what they were trying to tell you when they said study your ancestors because you are your ancestors. Did you hear me? You don't have to pray to your ancestors. Look at yourself. Every molecule, every DNA, everything that ever was in melanin is never forgotten and transplants itself into another body with the same memory that was locked in the first one. You just have to get the key to know who it is. That's why they don't like to take you into regressions because all of that comes back. It still comes back sometimes with the drugs, and that's what the people who take the drugs don't understand. They get flashes of greatness without being able to maintain it, and then since they haven't raised their vibrational rate, the whole thing wears out. And you age overnight, forget what you didn't know, even in this incarnation, become stupid and rancid, and go around helping to have other people with less possible intelligence take care of you. That stupidity is out of stop. The potential when you can bring those strands back together is to do everything that the best computer, PC or mainframe, Hardware or software can do and do it nine times better and quicker and even have the machines fearing you as they used to. That's what the whole concept of machine Manitou that the Algonquins who used to populate your area here were afraid of. They're teaching you now a virtual reality. Virtual reality is your consciousness in just half awakened state being used, where whatever you can imagine you can bring about. That is past the virtual reality. When your melanin is functioning correctly, you can bilocate by being in consciousness one place while being in your body in another. Some people call that state now death. That is real life. That's why they used to have guardians for the body, watchers, and all kind of other terms that some of you from Louisiana, from Mississippi, from the old country, and with the teachings of the god Valdal knew about and that's what you used to run to those people to buy locate and tell you what was happening and to influence your enemies. And you know your grandmothers and grandfathers talk about it, and some of you may even practice it now. But practice it in the light in the full capacity. It is a gift from the gods. You earned it. When you don't do the drugs, and I do an lecture called Drugs and the Astral, if ever you want to get a dope head off of his drugs, teach a person with melanin who still knows that he has a soul and a spirit and she has a soul and a spirit that they actually can ground their soul on hell. That's the other term for earth when the non-melanin carriers came. And have to go through this nine lifetimes to get it straight again. 
And if they don't believe that, ask them, what do you think they're doing with their life now when they themselves know now indeed that the days are passing by and they're going nowhere except into a total extermination of their physical body? The herbals that you take work differently because they have part of the earth in it and part of that earth awakens the old earth people who are relevant periods. And therefore, all of those kingdoms of the plants, the animals, the insects, the birds that fly, and everything that creeps and crawls and moves responds to that vibration because it was a vibration that they were created in also, and they look upon you as gods. Gods who don't know who they are. Inasmuch as melanin works on every part of the body and is in every cell of your body, now when the energy fields of earth change, it will begin to vibrate faster and every part of you will begin to quicken in what it's capable of doing. The tests of any kind, the inoculations using basic low vibrations, food that does not have energy stored within it cannot work well for you now because you are in a process of change. I told you in a previous lecture, everybody in here this summer will get one shade darker than they are whether you go out in the sun or not because the light will be entering to you. The energy will come in whether you close windows or doors or not. And for those who are not used to it, it is absolutely carcinomic, leukemic death that they're asking to go out in the sun this summer. But as the melanin is stepped up, if you must go out in it, you can survive. The point is, again, it will begin to make your head feel as though it was almost wavering. And until you balance out that melanin and get the higher frequencies going, all it will do in some cases is to give headaches. Other cases, to make you want to cover the head. But at night when you sleep, each night having been exposed to that, the melanin will go through a metamorphosis and you will wake up with more insight as to who you are and certain psychic abilities will begin to form within 48 hours after that exposure. If you adapt to it, the next time out, more happens. And then the DNA and the cells will begin to come together, just like a magnet, because magnetism is what it will awaken in your body. And then they'll begin to entwine the strands little by little up to the year 1997, when all melanin carriers are supposed to have 10 of their strands back together. Then you will see the difference in having melanin and not having melanin. But time is something that you can control. You can make 1997, 1996. You can make 1996, 1995, if you're willing to put the discipline necessary to bring it about. I don't even know if it's good to bring it about at this time. I don't know, because it means your loved ones will think you're crazy. People will begin to fear you when things begin to move or TVs begin to go off or lights begin to flicker when you pass the top of your head near it or you wake up in the middle of the night and can't sleep because visions and colors are coming to you or you see objects in the room and you may scream and they'll say, my God, get rid of this food. What has happened here? They will. Your old best friend laying next to you might put a hurt on you. 
you know the job of Sunday where you're doing this, you Sunday say, who's that over there? Nobody sees anybody. Oh, yeah, human resources, if it gets that far. You know what I'm saying to you. You've already had to hide many of these tendencies, which are already happening. If you're into the wuxi herb, I'm not talking about the bad stuff now. I'm talking about the natural herbals. Very heavy into those things again. You know what I'm talking about. That is that thing that these dopeheads don't understand. They know they lost something. They know it puts them at a different vibrational rate, but they don't understand you can't mix it with drugs and expect it to work. You've got the discipline at night between that 11 o'clock even if your time zone change here, I guess it would still be for you about 10 o'clock and 3. That's when the melanin and the melatonin and the melanocytes vibrate into the pineal gland and go across your body. That's when you're supposed to have absolute darkness into your meditation. And as I stated before, never go to sleep without meditating about what you want to happen to you. Don't leave all that equipment on recording and you don't give a direction. You don't. Somebody else will. Use your equipment, or your equipment will use you. It's going to work. Let's hope that you are the one that make it work. Somebody's in your house robbing you. You don't aid them. You turn on the alarm system and work your apparatus for defense. Am I wrong in saying this? I mean, there's something I'm saying that doesn't make sense. Whether you believe it or not, at least look at the possible logic for this. Because you haven't known before who you were, but thought you were that that you ought to be. You have been hated by those who weren't. I don't need to go back over there again, do I? No, I don't, because you heard it. You just want to feel good again. <laughs> For too long, people have been making you feel good so that you never work at staying good, and you may be gooder than they thought, or not as good as they thought, and you're living again on the rhetoric of it. I want you to begin to work at it. I want to inspire you, but I want you to work. Like I must work, and everyone must work, because it's not going to just be being handed over to you again. If you're not ready for it, it's just like giving a loaded gun to a three-year-old. Enough just to pull the trigger, and not enough just to know any of the repercussions once it's done. The government of not just the United States, but I want to stay with this one for right now because it's where we live, brought about the thing called AIDS. And I've got a whole thing on AIDS, what it is, what it isn't, and a whole tape on AIDS, the update. We're not going to go to an AIDS lecture. I'm not teasing you, as some of you I think have mentioned. I mentioned these things and don't go far enough. These are all separate things. This is about melanin, so I'm telling you many of the things that were done. What I'm saying to you now is this government produced AIDS. Many of you already know that. But the reason why they produced AIDS to Helen Lack, and HL was Helen Lack, D was for virus, a black woman who died of cervical cancer in 1951, and they shipped her melanated cancer cells all over, and that's why the AIDS virus had an affinity for melanin. Okay? What they wanted to do was to work on a substance called melanin, and they knew if they could attack melanin, everything else on the planet was susceptible, including the plant, because they produced melanin in the form of green chlorophyll. If you spend enough time 
in a cave or in a well or in darkness, and you have melanin, you first will turn ashy, and then you begin to turn greenish blue. People with little melanin will turn very pale and icy and lose the probability of melanin at all and become very pale or albinos, cut off from the ultraviolet rays of our sun. But what they haven't told you is that Earth has another sun. You hear me? Deep inside the Earth is another sun which radiates and energizes plants from underneath and melanin carries from underneath, so they can do anything they want to one sun, you can go to the other sun, but when they block out the sun soon, all that's going to do is intensify your melanin-carrying ability because the inner sun, which they dare not tell you about, will still take over. Nature, through the creator, first cause pride, does not play knows full well what he, she is about and knows that the order for this little planet has got to change now. Age was supposed to take out melanin carriers. Age caused the immune system to kick in even further and brought about the very thing that they didn't want. It always works like that. mutated and began to attack the very thing that they tried to get it not to do because it met with another strand and strain and began to attack people without melanin. Whole lecture I do on melanin. The church, because in your flyer you found it said age and the government, your job, the church, and you. The church People in general didn't understand this. And they began to call and say, AIDS is a thing that is in his righteousness. The Lord God is going to invoke to wipe out evildoers. Well, if the Lord God would just wipe out evildoers, we would be so happy, it would be a shame, and I'd be all for AIDS. <laughs> On your job, they said, we shall not pay you because you are a walking, cancerous, potential, disease-bringing organism, and we won't be able to work because if you come around, you give us aid. So your money supply was threatened. Your source of income through your J-O-B was threatened. But notice how they even backed off of that now. In the NBA, where they paid fabulous salary to fabulous black men. If you got one cut, your whole career was threatened. Now they put a Band-Aid on it, stop it from bleeding, and you go right back on and do what you're supposed to do. And I understand why Magic Johnson is so frustrated, because he never should have stopped playing ball anyway. He believed the lie. He believed the heights. He believed the great white coast. Now, since the nation and others, such as myself, through tapes, and I didn't talk to him directly, Tapes are trying to send, people try to get to him and say, listen, brother, this is the truth. That's when he got so mad and got off all the government panels about AIDS and all the rest of the things 
went on back out there now doing his thing. They made him ashamed for being a man. What man hasn't had two women at one time if it was only for an hour in his mind? He didn't raise those women. Those women wanted it because he was a man, a man, man, and that's just the nature of things. Don't you also feel that way? We listen to such foolishness. In mother country, they have many wives if they can afford them and if the women want to stay there. There are places where women have many men if they want to spend their energies that way. The whole point is, let's talk about the reality of what they were saying there and not about the foolishness of what they were saying there. AIDS attacked them worse than it did us if we have melanin. And it was not why it was created. AIDS and you. You notice that even though you hear constantly bombarded what age can do to you, there doesn't seem to be an innate fear of it, I know, because you walk around, you still kiss, you still hold, you still eat anywhere. I see the vendors up and down the street. They can all have age in their foods. You don't stop to ask that, do you? You say, how much is it? And it's good. I don't lie. I make you think. I hope. When this deadly virus that they didn't know where it came from and they didn't know anything about it was going to wipe off half the human race and everything else again was released, everybody refrained for sex for a while and everybody didn't want to go to work and they dare not get cut and they didn't want to kiss. And then they told you, but that's okay now. They've now done further studies and they know that it's only sexually transferable. And again, if you watch and have safe sex by wearing some kind of protection, it's going to be all right. Well, that's not what they said to begin with. And if they didn't know what they were talking about in the beginning, why did they let loose all of this false information? and scare people half to death, and stress out the nervous system and the immune system, and give you something else to get scared about, and so just living amongst <laughs> pathological creatures isn't enough. When the body is in disharmony. Anything can attack the immune system and usually will. That's why stress is probably worse than the AIDS virus itself. And fear is worse than both of them put together. Because when you live in fear, you can't open yourself to melanated light. You can't sleep well to let the pineal gland kick in and let your immune system kick in. You can't worry because every, you can't feel good because you're constantly tight and worried, and stress alone will bring you any disease that you want. And in fact, if you think about and fear something long enough anyway, you will bring it to you, the very thing that you fear. Whereas love and relaxation will also bring to you, that's what we also teach in our class, the same thing that you want. Because whatever your mind sees and knows that you can visualize and turn that second strand to try to unite and bring them out, it will come to you. Anything you want, you can have if you think about it long enough and really, really 
going to do it, but if we had it, but you really don't think we're ready for it, and that right there means you're not going to get it. You must make a change. You must make a change because the planet is undergoing a change. And if you don't change, you will go with everybody else the planet is now rejecting. So you must make a change to be a person, a Tearian, a Shanite. That's due to dilatum, the tip of the iceberg, also on your glass. Dilatum, how many of you are aware of dilatum, by the way? Okay. They kind of put that undercover now. Before all state institutions in every one of the 64 principal cities in the United States that have a high melanin population were supposed to be offered, again, dilatin to mothers, especially, who are going to give birth. The whole thing about dilatin, it cuts short the production of melanin potential in the baby by putting another spore skin or so over the womb. It would cloak it or make it more dense so it could not become photosynthetic and melanated, especially in that first trimester, which takes you away from becoming a snake person and an amphibian into becoming a more humanoid, now fit for Earth. In that first three months, Everybody looks like a tadpole, wiggles around like some kind of a dinosaur, and can even come out at that time looking like a crocodile or something else. And then through metamorphosis, and because the gestation period is nine, not three, it goes through that phase, but it lets you know at one time the kind of body that you have here on this planet. Nature doesn't lie. If you're born in that first three months, you'd be born looking like a snake or an alligator on this video. Doubt it? Go check your text out. When the womb can become full of ultraviolet light, but with the inner light particle of melanin taking in the light that comes from the earth, it balances out and the fetus develops faster much faster and begins to be psychic in the womb. And thus the mother and the child, and hear my woman lecture, if you haven't heard it, it's the day, set up a bond during that first trimester that will even that even a more advanced soul possibly come into that fetus before the nine months are up. It is there that it is decided it's not a conception what kind of a soul you'll be able to bring in. So they wanted to stop that because they were told that a very advanced being was going to come through here on Earth some kind of way through one of those kind of wounds that would set the whole thing right in 12 years, and they had been worried about that coming thing from Omen 2 and Damien 50 and Osmosis 6 and everything else, but they only hit at you. They watched the signs in the sky to see when the conjunction would be right and the harmonic convergence would come, and they tell you astrology is foolish. Then ask why every president of the United States has three astrologers minimum. 
to advise him on sanitary conditions and his own conditions. But they tell you it's a foolish thing to study astronomy. That's the foolish thing. I'm sorry if there are astronomers here, but tell me when I lie. Dilatin, then, given to mothers, would cause them, if not to abort, to bring in less melanin-capable children because it would not let that development of the pineal gland take place. You see, at birth, you're very psychic. You spend half your time on the other side, the other vibrational plane. It would cut all that potential back, and that's why they wanted to give you dilantin. Now, of course, they will say, I am the food, and I am the quack, but I'm not your attending physician. I'm just a person trying to let you tune into the almighty attending physician and find out if what I'm saying is going to make sense to you. Are you still with me? Death due to dilatin when actually not only the mother would die, but the fetus would die, or worse, the fetus would die, and the mother would live barren and sterile. Also why dilatin was administered. That's not what they told you, of course. They said it was to enhance fetal capability and regain the aid and recovery of the mother after birth of the child. But we, what the reports are of mothers given dilatin. And I wonder why when they begin to make the issue, they've now gone undercover with that. It's just like the silver nitrate dropped in the eyes of fetuses in state-supported hospitals because you can't sue the state. <laughs> so that they will not get syphilis and gonorrhea, though all, and it's mainly minority, poor, and black women that you're giving it because all of you have dirty tracks and your baby coming down there must be protected from you that you carried already for nine months. Why in the heck have you had that when the baby be already sympathetic and gone away before it's time to come down to birth channel? No, that's to try to kill off and hold back that psychic development of that child coming out. And as many times, of course, now they give the serious sexism force of birth, which crushes the occipital lobe or try to work again on that melanin-carrying thing. And they always, well, that's not true, always maybe 98% give it more to black women than they do any other women giving birth on the planet. Ask yourself why about that and say if there's not a reasonable spiritual answer for that, then why should you believe anything else that they do? Our school children and Michelin. Our school children and Grissom. You know, minority children and black children in the main African American babies just seem to be just precocious. They can't seem to sit still. They just can't seem to learn well. They just can't seem to be able to control their energies. Not on the ratio of being able to learn as fast as none black children. It's just a shame what happens to these poor melanin-carrying babies that we think so much about. At least that's what, again, the system will tell you. Must be true because they find that the rate of hyperactivity is three to one in black babies than it is to what they call none black babies. Or at least this is what they tell you. And so much so that since these kids cannot be controlled, 
they act out. I used to call it act up. Now it's act out. And they must be secured without putting handcuffs on them. So they put mental handcuffs on them. They give them what is called mithalin for hyperactive, non-controllable young people in the public school systems in general. Mithalin calms you down. Now, how do you know the child is hyper and acting out? Because the schoolroom teacher says so. Well, it's known that black people started wars in Korea, Vietnam, Germany, made the atomic bomb on Japan, and invented AIDS, and put chemicals in foods put cancer viruses into, uh, what is it, TB inoculations. I mean, they did all of these things. They poisoned the planet. They put an artificial satellite. They put radioactive bees down on the planet that goes around. They are never hyperactive. They're already insane. So when the veteran capability in a poor child with melanin, a black child, When it acts out in a classroom already overfilled with a breakfast consisting of cornflakes and sugar-coated pop-pops and everything else, or maybe worse than that, no food at all the night before or the day after, acts out, then instead of taking it for special supervision and understanding, they say, let's give it a shot of risalism. Let's calm it down. Sometimes, since psychiatrists are not available in most public school systems, have you seen one recently? Even a good psychologist may not be available at most public school individual teaching centers, but they have a community one that they can call on in a district to evaluate your child once it has been called hyperactive. Or if it is too much, a local nurse there sometimes is called and either the principal makes the decision or they send it down to the principal and they'll send a note home saying your child's being suspended. When you come for a consultation, they'll tell you your child probably should be given visit. Or in the cases when it first started without the consent of any parental spouse or guardian, Ritalin was administered at the behest of a psychologist or a practicing nurse under the direction of the principal. That is illegal. Or it used to be. They're changing the laws. World laws equality. To put the child in order, Rizalin was then given this made the child calm down. Made the child act like Stelazine had been administered. Anybody aware of what Stelazine does? Same thing that drugs and crack cocaine does. Only that is the crack cocaine given by the allopathic pharmaceutical division of this insane society. It replaces the drugs by making you act just like you had a drug, only this time the government legally <laughs> administered it. You had my inference about that too. Another thing right here too. In case you're not following, what I'm simply saying is this. Melanin 
needs a whole new way to be educated when it's in a person. The idiot and the idiocracy of teaching a child with medicine that Jack and Jane went to the store to get a pail of milk. It is not only ridiculous, it is dangerous because milk is the melanin carrier's worst enemy. And water, as it's now being given, is probably the second worst enemy. And Jack and Dane are the third worst enemy. And the store should be closed. Oh, sometimes I get erratic. I hope you're with me at all of this. Melanin learn better in darkness at night. Sleep learning, which they also use now in virtual reality syndrome tanks. Melanin learns better by giving the whole picture and not piecemeal. Melanin learns better when it must be made to vibrate, which means that the brain must be challenged to let it produce the various chemicals and hormones that only the pituitary gland can use when the pineal gland affected in order to learn faster. You have the potential when you have melanin and pituitary gland dysfunction of acting like a jet plane and zooming out in your consciousness. Under the present system, you are a jet plane on the ground, in the streets, wings folded back, being pushed or pulled by a stroller. Not only can you not function, you don't even function in the atmosphere that you are built to function in. You're a jet plane trying to drive in the streets of New York, and I've seen that impossibility. When you go to somebody woods, I won't say the first name because I'm not giving a plug and it's on being recorded, reading dynamics, you learn the speed read. And you pay all kinds of money to learn the speed read. And what's the first thing they teach you? All right, the second thing they teach you, after they teach you how much money to pay for the course. Don't go word for word. Yes. Activate your pineal gland. Scan the whole line. Guess at the conclusions. See up and down and open your mind to photosynthetic mind picturing and get to the conclusion and stop going word for word. Well, what the heck did they spend eight years telling your children to go word for word, don't go so fast, and see Jack and Mary go by that milk in the store that we just closed? If that was the case, why not start off with the mind is completely open for all suggestions when every gland there is functioning at its epitome and teach you how to speed read then? That's why the ancient Greeks didn't have to have the books. They were walking there in the book that we say we love them, but we hate what they did. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. All right, all right, we're back. So there was a clip um, about the fallen ones. And so there was a lot of information there. I think a lot more of information was given out towards the beginning of that clip. But um, very good audio. 
So if you just have time to come in, make sure you go back and check it out. Um, I want to make sure that everybody knows the new caller number is 516-531-9318. You want to tune in and holler at me. They did change the number, but it's all good. Um, So we are going to play another clip that I want you guys to hear um, that deals with the fallen angels. All right. And it will open up the call lines. All right. So we'll be right back. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere because we're going to play this next clip. We'll continue this discussion. We'll be right back. And I know a lot of people misunderstood it, so I want you to be able to say it. Um, I think it was Details Magazine. You talked about, you used the word God, and that's what messed everybody up. But you said you, something to the effect, you were a self-made God. Explain it. Um, I made up my mind to make a change in my life when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. We are all gods on this planet, every man and every woman. We create life, we can take life, we control what goes into the sea, whether the fish can live or not. We decide if the trees can grow tall, we decide if the children will eat. We are very powerful beings on the planet Earth. And when I said a self-made God, I meant just what I said. Barry White changed his life. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Yeah. And people criticize the statement? No, not to my knowledge. First yeah. time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people tend to play down our power. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry about it. This next guy do it, or let's ask God above to do it. There's a lot of things that has to change on this planet Earth that only we can change. Yeah. And until we embrace the fact that we are as powerful uh, as we are as beings, we're going to continue to make the mistakes and allow the mistakes to be made from our children to our adults to our elderly to whatever situation you want to talk about. Okay. we we got to run to a quick commercial. All right, we're back. We're going to go right into this clip. Um, this is Metaphysics Thursday, so if you want to continue to get more information, make sure that you tune in Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, as we continue to drop information, remedy, metaphysical information, information to help uplift you. All right, help y'all continue to grow in a positive manner. All right, so we're going to go to this next clip, and uh, here we go. Teach you about spirituality. See what I'm saying? Look, this is a book. This is an Egyptian text called Revel in the Soul. Bika Reed. Revel in the Soul, page 10. The British considered that the maggots were their main food. It must have been a, a long, extinct variety. Maggot consumptibus. Known today, that's what it's called today. The flesh of the maggots was highly esteemed. For even the king ate it, as indicated in the line of five. The text, and it, and, and it goes on to say, it, it goes on to say that, but it wasn't just a peasant food; it was a delicate. The most elite ate the maggots. 
you know it could have been them little old shits like this. You know how they become a big lava. You know, where, where they just wait till the damn <laughs> wait till the damn cow rot. And the shit get real big before it turns into a fly or whatever. Certain flies get big lava. So it's one of the big old dragonflies or whatever. Get the big old what you call it. And that's what they used to eat. So how the motherfucker gonna be one 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 year he eat maggots and next year he teach you about spirituality? You bought all that shit because it comes from the Freedmen's Bureau, which got some text that they didn't know what the hell was dealing with. So the Antichrist, the top of the spear, is called Ain, which is called the Great Mother, blackness. Ain is called antimatter, triple blackness in space. Antichrist is talking about the mother and the son. So Ain would be a symbolic of the Great. Um, uh, of the great Isis, of the great Mary, or something like the womb. The womb would be Ain. So Antichrist, Ain, which means anti, or nothingness. From the nothingness is the absolute. The nothingness would be, the, the nothingness would be the triple blackness of space that was called, so the nothingness are what you call the Antichrist, and means black. So the Antichrist, it's talking about the black Christ. Or, uh, to put it plainly, so you can understand. And, and it's interesting that you, that, you, that you ask this question. You see what I'm saying? Because that's all a part of it. You can't go nowhere until you get things right. The yin and the yang. The black Christ, the yin and the yang. In the beginning is what? Darkness. You see what I'm saying? Lucifer. Just means pineal gland, light bringer. Lucifer, the light bringer. Just means pineal gland. Satan, foot on, means the, the base of the spine, the top of the spine and the base of the skull, which is medulla oblongata, the mouth of God. Satan gets behind me. This is the symbol of Satan gets behind me, which is in Egypt, the Christ is hardest. Hard foot. Foot is an ancient word for set and set on hard foot. Foot is behind him, which is the melanin, or which is the, the, the black cloud where your light seed or your soul is housed in a black cloud inside of you. That's called a cosmic universe. So what we're talking about here, before we go on, we're going to get deeper into this, is a series of advanced Knowledge of the soul in the text. So all the things that you say is evil is actually good. They tell you that in Job. God and the devil in Job is one and the same. The word devil comes from the word diabos. And the word diabos is the ancient word for double. And it's talking about your double nature or your double soul or your double self. You get it? See? You see? Uh, your double self. You see? Jacob wrestled with the angel all night, which is the blackness. And in the day, in the day, he saw, in the morning when day breaks, he saw what? Tenuel, pineal, which was called what? The face of God, which is the Christ. The great face in ancient Greece is called Horus. In ancient Egypt, it's Heirut, the great face of God. You see, metaphysical terminology. So if I'm going to get, like I said, I made the scenario the last time. I, so I'm going to come up to you and say, well, I, I worship the Hebrew Christ too. 
I, you know, I'm a Hebrew, black Hebrew, and a mom come up me some, some nigga from, from Greece uh, or from Rome. I went to the Hebrew Christ too. He the Messiah. Oh, what's his name? I'm a Messiah's name is Metatron. Adani. Got several names for the Messiah. Shekina. That's the that's the, the, the Messiah. What's yours? Jesus. That's like me coming up to you and saying, I worship a black Christ too. What's the name of your Christ? You go to dumb child pain. <laughs> you know, you that's why you don't see no ancient Hebrews ever believed in that bullshit. But as far as the book, the scriptures come from all over the world. They put them all together. Right. Take Jesus out and put yourself in there and you break the mystery to the Bible. You are the Christ that the book is talking about. King of kings and Lord of lords. That's you. What's that, brother? Uh, about the, uh, that's right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Right. Right. They're still waiting on the Messiah because all the ancient cultures, all the ancient cultures had something called eschatology, which means that the Messiah don't come until the end of the world. He don't come no two thousand years ago get his ass killed. But <laughs> what do they mean by the second coming? He had come. Thousands of years before, as Osiris, Dionysus, set, and he'd fallen down to the lowest part of the earth, which is called hell, fallen God, or the fallen angel. And the second coming is he second coming back into his Christhood. We fell from the heavens, or we got trapped in a physical body. Our second coming is you coming again to your Christhood. You used to be called a race full of Christ. You used to call them the Nephilim in the Bible, the giants. But they fell, which means they gathered a physical body. Let me explain. Let me explain. They fell. They gathered a physical body. Let me explain something. Uh, see if I can find it. In this. It's in several things. It's in the Gnostic scripture. But I'm, uh, Yeah. They fell, listen. Before, now, so it wasn't that Jesus got crucified 2,000 years ago on a cross and all that old bullshit. That's garbage. You, your cross is your body. You fell into the physical body. You fell into your cross. As I say, bear your cross. You fell into your body. As the human race became more and more addicted to the world of senses and appearances, the physical world, the inner celestial vision, which is your third eye, and the world of the divine body with this divine human soul faded. They lost their inner vision as a kind of spiritual amnesia can be said to have led back to the dismembering of the Lord's body and merely the natural consciousness of mankind. Thus, Eden, Eden disappeared from the human consciousness to become merely a myth. The, the, the divine, divine man could be said to have disappeared again beneath the water of external phenomena of the world. So what happened was this. At one time, we were radiating on an advanced divine level. And what you call the invisible world or the unseen real that they tell you to have faith in was visible. There was a whole other damn party room, and you was the damn leaders of it, doing what the hell you wanted because you were God. The vibratory rate fell because of another entity that trapped us in this particular dimension. It fell 
And as it fell, we became more and more and more physically into the physical realm. And the spiritual world started becoming a spiritual world, what you call the invisible world now, which is the real world, Eden or heaven, started becoming dim. At one time, the physical world was dim, which is an illusion. And as you fell, the physical world became more visible, and you started depending on these two eyes, which is a cheat, and the spiritual world became invisible. And you get that in dreams now. That's the key. You get it in the dream world, and you get it in what you call vision. But you also get it in the game, your thoughts. That's, you just don't. You get the most miraculous shit. You ever walk on there and have a thought, you be like, But you've been taught that don't listen to your thoughts because that's all fucked up. And don't talk to yourself. You can also read minds. Yeah. Don't talk to yourself. Start back talking to yourself. Because the physical doesn't exist. It's only a slow down vibratory. The real self is on the inside. So when you talk to yourself, you're becoming more and more conscious in, in identifying with that true self, which is yourself. So this is why I tell you don't talk to yourself. But every time you get by yourself, you talk by your damn self. Yeah, yeah. Somebody come in the damn room, what you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> why do you talk to yourself? You know what I'm saying? You be walking down the street, I'm going to take care of this shit right now. I'm going to take care of this shit right now. Wait till I get there. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> but you're growing up enough energy now, but you really talking to yourself. Because you don't give a damn who the energy. You're going to stick to this shit. That's what you're really doing. So they tell you to stay away from the darkness. And I said, what was it? But I said it wasn't last time. Hold on, get my notes. I gave it to you the last time. Huh? Uh, oh, Isaiah. I got it. Hold on. I got it. What did I tell you? Um, I give you the treasures of darkness. Isaiah 45, chapter 3. And I will give you the treasures of darkness. Isaiah 45, verse 3. I will give you the treasures of darkness. Which means the test talk about the element. Every time you get confused, the first thing you do is what? You close your eyes like this, and when you open it, you say, okay, I got it now. That's the subconsciousness. That's the pillar of what they call a mentor. That's where Satan is, which is Lucifer, the pineal gland. Everything is backwards. Everything. If we're 180 degrees from the truth, then the religion... Can't be the damn truth either because it's a religion. It's explaining something that's spiritual wrong. It's explaining something, it's only explaining something spiritual wrong to keep you in bondage and a system to keep you in slavery. The religion can't listen. What is the religion of the United States of America? Christianity. I don't give a fuck what you say. Christianity. It's on the damn dollar bill. Now, how in the hell is the United States of America, the most vicious society ever damn ruled the damn earth, can have official religion where they tell you in God we trust? If the religion was so pure, it couldn't be along with the society. John Henry Clark said they practice real Christianity or real democracy. They wouldn't be in business for a damn day. It would fall overnight. Because that means they have to do what they want to do. They have to do what they're supposed to do. Remember, 
bring you real spirituality on TV set. Now, if you get cable, they got about 400 damn preachers on there talking that bullshit. Now, I want to show you something spiritual here. This is a country of different, different races, all kind of people, Cape Verdeans, um, all kind of boat people from damn Vietnam and Cambodia and all kind of damn people from all, all over the world. And they tell you it's a melting pot. I said, I've noticed something. Why is it you don't turn on the TV set and you ain't got the one religion that they show, basically? It just might show a little bit of people in the damn mosque, but basically for most of the things, it's one religion. That don't make no sense. Think about it. You see what I'm saying? You think it's a melting pot. Why you don't even have the respect for the people who buying the damn cable that might have studied some other shit some other place? They never. So I'm just, I'm just saying, why is it you don't never get none of that? The, the TV can't afford to give you the damn truth. So if the preacher is number one on the TV, he's spreading the false religion and the false messiah. Christianity is the false religion, not the scriptures. Christianity is. The religion of Christianity is false. The scriptures is a combination of all kinds of things. You can read what the hell you want up in there. You can find all kinds of shit up in there, including the white man, the damn devil. It's in Deuteronomy. Say that you'll be you'll be something about uh, you'll be uh, controlled by people who are not a people. You see what I'm saying? Uh, it's tons of stuff up in there. There's one. There's one in Revelation 2:10. It says, "Now Revelation is supposed to be a book of the end time." Listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. All right, all right. So, um, very good clip. I think it's a lot of good information there. Take some time to go back and listen to the show. Maybe take some notes on some of that information. Next week, we will do a part two uh, to this particular series on the fallen angels. Right? It's a lot of information here. Uh, next week, I'm going to present some, some other scholars and what they have to say about this subject, all right? And I'd like to hear what y'all got to say. You know, you can always press 1 to get in and holler at me if you want to chime in on the topic, all right? So we'll take a quick break. I'll open up the call lines. If y'all want to holler at me, we'll be right back. Keep it locked and don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Well, in just about 15 seconds from now, it'll be 1990. They're gathered down below as we say goodbye to 1989. The ball is moving, the crowd sees it, you can hear them. Oh, can you ever hear them? They know when it hits the bottom, it'll be 1990, goodbye to the 80s. Whoa, 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 whoa
a ball drop Pretty good information, so I'll play this and then we'll. Um, the call lines are open if you want to holler at me in the meantime, and um, and then after that we will get out of here. All right, so we'll play this last clip and then we'll cut. Um, if you want to holler at me, call in number is five one six five three one nine three one eight. All right, we'll be right back. A lot of people go to parties on Halloween dressed up in costumes. Right. It's because one of the major mysteries is maybe that they don't want you to know that <laughs> those ancestors come back. And a lot of times you see people in those costumes, they actually be spirits. Yeah. You see? But remember now, science, science doesn't want you to believe that there's a spiritual world. You see, there's, there's a spiritual world. They'll even deal with moralism in religion than they will actually deal with uh, 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 with the uh, with um, spiritual aspect. And I've heard Christians say that the dead know not what the living do. I'm not know you got that wrong. Yeah, the living know not what the dead does. <laughs> you see, right. uh, what, what what the dead does. So the point is. The point is, we're talking about um, some of these costume parties is to hide the fact that what would you do if you were up in a party and, 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 and your grandmama show up and want to party a little bit and take a little soup of some cognac or some Hennessy? You see what I'm saying? And all, uh, you see, so, but now why, why, why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? Because the closer we get to this realm, and you can even say the 2012 thing. It's a yeah. 2012 cycle or a 2012 season, and we've been in it. We've been in it. I think we've been in it 2012 since 2001. That was the reason why they blew the building up in 2001, the World Trade Center. You understand? Mm-hmm. Other than doing it now. You see, the point I'm trying to make, as we get closer into these particular realms, into mm-hmm. these particular realms, what is happening here is one of these days of the dead, People gonna show up and ain't gonna leave. Or mm-hmm. people gonna disappear. Yes. Well, people you gonna... know, just I think mm-hmm. it was earlier this year, Brother Bobby, that the CDC announced its plans. And actually, it's on their website. It's on the government website mm-hmm. that what it would do if there was an outbreak in zombies. And that's it. Onto the show, they actually put it out, and people thought it was a joke. But the CDC said no; they were experimenting with some things, and they needed to let people know in case there was a zombie outbreak. You guys may have remembered when that's it right. Out. Now check this out. You are right. Not only that, the History Channel just put a new series out that started last week on the history of zombies. Yeah. And, they, and, it's an, and it's an entire series that they're going to do of certain segments of it. 
You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now, it's yeah. interesting here because they also put out this thing called Planet Egypt. They did for two weeks and did all the Egyptian stuff, but just so happened to leave out the fact that they were black people because they didn't show nobody black in the whole history of Egypt. You see what I'm saying? So they yeah. funny when it comes to that whole thing. They can't get past that. But no. you are right about this thing here because of some stuff that's actually happening because it's also in a text. It's also in the text. It's in the, it's in the text of the descent of the descent of Ishtar. Ishtar's descent. Um, let me see if I can find the name of the book. Like I said, I go in this room. If I don't get them off the stack, you see, right. it's, it's, it's thousands and thousands of books. And so I was just trying to see because I located, you know, um, I think it's um, something tales from Mesopotamia. But anything, yeah. but the only thing you have to do is go on the internet and just type in Ishtar's descent, and Ishtar tells uh, tells um, she's trying to go to the underworld, and she says, "Let me in, let me mm-hmm. into the underworld." I think because what it is is she's trying to go. Um, the story is the, old, the oldest one was Inanna, Inanna's descent, and Inanna's husband um, is falling into the underworld, almost like the whole Isis and Osiris thing. And as a result, as a result, Ishtar, it's later Ishtar, but earlier it was Anana. So you can just put Anana's descent or Ishtar's descent. But I think the one that's made mention is in Ishtar's descent. And so she goes in and says, listen, um, open up the underworld for me. I need to get in, you know, basically to see her husband or to try to bring him back and whatever. So what happens here is she makes this claim. Now, this is the goddess. This is is nothing with a, a, a Mesopotamian form. Or I said ISIS. <laughs> so she makes this this form. She says, she says, let me in, or I will rip the bolt, the bolts off of the doors of the underworld, and the dead will walk the earth again and will outnumber the living. Mm. You see, outnumber the living. Yeah. You see, so we, we really so. It's, so we're really getting into some stuff, and that's why this whole ancestral thing we're talking about tonight is very important because the simple fact here is we've now made contact with the ancestors on the other side, and that is the destiny. I talked about it in, in the Baltimore lecture, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to go through this today, tonight, um, tonight here, because that's what we're talking about, making this contact with the ancestors on the other side. So let me give you um, some other stuff that's actually happening. All you all right? right? All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, what what you need to do is uh, limit the amount of soy products because soy now is in everything. It's in toothpaste, chewing gum, all your all your bread, all your cakes. Everything has soy lethargy in it or soybean oil. Now, mm-hmm. soy soy is a product that what happens here is you can't just not eat because it's in everything. We just have to, you, know, you got to start reading the labels right. and, in, and, and limit your intake because what soy does, they have already called it, they, they call it a carcinogen. Just, just like last time we talked, I think, you know, they, they made the cell phone a carcinogen. Now, anybody know what a carcinogen, it means it causes cancer. Yes. Well, soy, come to find out, it's, um, it uh, it causes a brain cancer, or the reason why 
they're putting soy in everything mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. they're trying to attack the pineal glands. Mm-hmm. You see, they're trying to attack the, the pineal glands. So you're going to have to limit the amount of soy and, and, and all, you know, uh, the, the amount of soy because yeah. it's a carcinogen, but it causes a brain cancer. You see, it causes a, a brain cancer. You see what I'm saying? So this is this is very key on how this thing is going down. Now, let me give you some other information. Yeah. Now, this is the key. This is the key. And this is why I think that the, the secret societies say, well, um, one day those angels or those gods are going to return, but they're going to return as humans. So let me give you Exhibit A. Um, let me give you an Exhibit A. So what you have to do, we have to trace them, and guess how you trace them? You trace them through your ancestors. But most people, you know, after they people die, they don't know what the hell happened to them. You see what I'm saying? They don't know what the hell happened to them and stuff like that. Because the church got you so that you don't supposed to believe in nothing. People are scared mm-hmm. of their family. Sure yeah, you is. loved her when she was living. But now the family, the, 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 the mama tried to get back in touch with you, and you running down the damn street. <laughs> you see? So, you know, so, you know, so what happens here is we, they make sure that we don't have no mystery of the dead. You see, but yes, they do give you these day of the dead cultures, which is the European day of the dead is this hollow deep. And then also you have the day of the dead aspect of Baron Somney on the second or the first of the second in 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 um in Haiti. But there's day of the dead festivals in Mexico and around the world at different times. You see, we just have a national one with Halloween and thank God for that. You can do what you want. So this is what's happening here with this ancestor thing. Okay. Let me give you an exhibit eight. Two things happen. Sometime in the spring of the year. My brother called me. He said, I ran into this realm, and I saw Mama. Now, my brother always could see spirits. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, this is my youngest brother. He, um, he, he said it was, guy, it was a guy sitting on the side of his bed down at our house in Mullins. And my mama said, that was probably your father. You was a baby. So... He was in, he was living up in Boston. This was in the 80s, or the late 80s, or yeah, I think it was the late 80s. He went to church. He and his wife, they broke up in the church. Um, they broke up in the church. They went up in, in the church. The entire church stopped and was looking at him. They looked at him, and the preacher had to direct them back to him so he could continue preaching. But they were just looking at him like they saw a ghost, like they saw a God or a spirit. And they was looking at my brother. So he said, man, the whole church was like, oh. So after the service was over, the preacher came down and said, hey, I don't know what you got, man, but you got a high spirit. There's something about you, man. He said, you you need to get into some religion. You know, that's the only thing you could tell him. You know, you need to crack down and get into some religion. Because that's the only thing he could tell him and stuff like that, because they don't know nothing about no spirit. But they did notice his presence. Okay. The other week, I'm 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 going in the post office. A guy turned around and go, "Yo, you got the word in you." I say, "I most certainly do." He said, "And as you know, it won't be long now." I think you got damn right. 
So let me tell you. So my brother ended up in a place this spring, in, in, in a place this spring, with, it was like from dimension. And my mother looked at him. He saw my mother, and he was like, he said, she said, what are you doing here? And he said, well, what are you doing here? Anyway, what she was trying to tell him, look, where you done ended up, ain't no, ain't no physical people or ain't no living people here. It's ascended people. Mm-hmm. And, and so he, he said, talk to her a little bit, and he said, they was talking, and he said she had on a trench coat like Columbo. I said, okay. She put the trench coat on to send me a message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. To send me a message. Hold on one minute. Okay. okay. Got to get some damn water. I'm talking so hard, so loud. Anyway. So what happened was, um, she was sending me a message. So she said, I said, I know what that is. I said, you've never seen the episode of Supernatural. Supernatural been coming on, they're in their seventh season now. They've been coming on since 05. And Supernatural is the two brothers that go down and they, they, uh, they, um, they do all kind of, um, stuff with, 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 with ghosts, do all type of stuff with demons and all types of stuff, you know. So, Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what happened on Supernatural? One of the brothers in, in, I think, season three or season four, went to hell. And so what happened was because they was doing stuff and they was tracking down demons, and I think Lilith pulled one of the brothers down to hell. I think it was season three or something like that. So in season four, on the first show, he busted, he, he wakes up and he he breaks out of the graveyard. And so they was like, well, he said, well, I'm, he said, I'm back. And so the people was like, well, hey, um, how did you get back? How did you get back? And anyway, they had figured out that the only way a person can get pulled out of hell is an angel of the Lord. So by the end of the show, the angel appears, Castiel, and he wears a brown trench coat. So I said, when he said that, he's never seen Supernatural. So, and it comes on, I think, every day at 12 to 1 on TNT. You, you can catch it every, every day if you want to. It comes on Friday night at 9 o'clock, the new shows. But all the bad shows come on, I think, it's like two, a one, they back-to-back, either 12 o'clock uh, to 1 o'clock or something like that. It's back-to-back. It's two, it's, they're two hours long. So, But you check, they the come on every day at 10 kids. So anyway, he's never seen Supernatural. And I said, oh, I got what it is. She wanted to she had on the trench coat to send me a message because I watch Supernatural. And I said, do you know, Castiel on Supernatural, he wears a trench coat. Okay. And I said, not only that, she's sending a message because she knows that I know that Castiel is a real angel in the Bible. And Castiel governs Saturday and Saturn, which is he's a Capricorn angel. And my mother when she was in the physical world, was a Capricorn. She's a Capricorn. My grandmother's a Capricorn. My grandfather's a Capricorn. My father's a goddamn Capricorn. And, and, and you know, so I said, well, she was Capricorn. And, and all. Baron son is a Capricorn, a, 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 a Saturn angel and stuff. So I said, so she know that I knew that Castell was Capricorn. In so many words, I said, either she's turned into a form of Castiel. And this is where we're going with, with this. This is where the human destiny meets 
what's going on? Because now we got living people, and we can track them. Even your boy, um, Fela, he said when his mother got threw out the window, they killed his mother in Nigeria. He said she went on, she transcended, and now she is a, a spirit, a grain spirit in the Orusha kingdom. So if you can track these people, these people are turning into gods. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so, and so this is the other thing. The kingdom is with us now. It's only reason why we don't know about it is for one reason. Our pineal glands are gradually opening up, and once they open up, you're going to find out that your ancestors reside with <laughs> us now. Yes. You see what I'm saying? It's just that we can't see it because our pineal glands are sedated. You see, but once the third eye open, you're going to find out that they're already here. When Troy Davis made the transition, hell, only thing he did, only thing he did is he was like, God damn, I was here all the time. I was just locked up in this world in a prison. You see, and all, you see, they got a show now called Once Upon a Time. It aired last Sunday at 8 o'clock on ABC. Nice. Yeah, on ABC. And they're talking about a world, it's the fairy book world, and, and the wicked witch say, I'm going to put all y'all in prison. Yes, that she took them. She took them to this world. She, she sure took them to the modern world. So she took them to California. She took them to Texas. So they went yes. from the enchanted world to this world, and that's the prison. And they all, they don't even know who the fuck they are. One girl said, I just know that I knew you in another life. I, I, I met you before. So that's because the pineal gland is shut down. So now this is the deal. So I so, so what it was is when I started reading and and dealing with the whole Castiel thing, um, I said, well, according to this, my mother is ruling over a whole new kingdom, like a seventh heaven. Okay, I, I was reading that on Castiel in the Dictionary of Angels, Davison, the definitive text. Dictionary of Angels, uh, uh, I think it's Dictionary Encyclopedia, hold on. Um, it's the uh, Encyclopedia, no, the Dictionary of Angels, including Fallen Angels by Gustav Davison, the definitive text. And I said, uh, according to this, my mother is ruling, ruling over her own realm. So when I told my brother that, my brother said, well, it's interesting, interesting you would say that. He said, because about a year ago, even before she told me about the Castile thing, he said, it's interesting you would say that. He said, because about a year ago, he said, um, I went and saw her again, and she was at a table, and it was a line of people, and she was signing these people up. Mm. Like to go into something. I said, well, I'll be shit. I said, I'm, gl- I said, I'm glad you didn't tell me before I read the book. Right. In the book, I said, because I never thought I'd been influenced by it. He said, no. He said, about a year ago, I saw her, and she was signing people up. A funny thing happened. She had a best friend that just made the transition back here this August. Mm-hmm. Uh, this August. My brother called me and said, Miss Hattie Mills just died. One of my mama's best friends. She just died. And, um, he said uh, about 45 minutes ago. So I went in to the living room where I got all these altars, and I said, I'm calling. I, 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 had, I, I said, I'm calling on behalf of Hattie Music. And I said, Hattie Music, I, I summoned her spirit. I said, now you're going to grab this dog named Anubis, and he's going to take you through this doorway. So you imagine the doorway in your mind, 
uh, he's going to take you through this through this doorway. And I say, who I, who am I? I say, I am Bobby Hennett, son of Glaceria Hennett. So, so a few minutes later, a forest came and knocked down another big ass tree across the street, and it fell into this this it fell into this house. And this house is now they got these how they turn them into nursing homes, you know, uh, 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 nursing homes. And it fell into this house and knocked out the lights on that side of the street. That's just sad because the human, the one thing that human spirit can feel and come through is wood. Is it's wood. wood. Now, it's interesting. Now, check this out. So she came and got her best friend. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, 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 with, and with that and with that force, she knocked down that tree. And so I said, well, can people call on you? She said, oh, no, no. I said, well, I could, and I said, oh, I said, I got it. You are forced, and I say, oh, that's that force to knock down that damn thing. She say, I'm a Saturn angel. There's a book called Saturn, and you look at the old devil. And Saturn comes to chastise. She said, no, no, no. She said, no. When I'm dipping on the ground, I get my money quick. But sometimes I want to lay up with my honey dip. She be with me cause she ain't like all the mother chicks. That you hit and she slips Why I got a honey dip. From the club to the telly. Alright, alright, we back. Alright, alright, we back. Right here on Metaphysical Thursday on New Evolution Radio Network. Remember, this is all educational information it's for educational purposes only. Alright? Um, so, with that being said, we will be back Friday. Open forum, open mic Friday. If you want to get in and holler at me? Alright? Call the numbers 516 I'll be back on Sunday for the bottom line. Dropping that hotness for you. I got some good topics lined up. We'll continue our remedy um, series. All right. And uh, I have a webinar coming up soon. I'll give y'all that information as we get closer to that date. Um, so let's see if we got any calls. We can take some calls out there. Let's go to 470800. You're on the line. Peace to the God. What up? Peace to the God. Yo, I was trying to hear that conversation about the Nephilim, man. We ain't jumped into it yet. We ain't got no no lecture yet, man. I, I talked about that before you got on. Ah, I heard the clips. So I wanted to see. I um, about, well, I I, yeah, I talked about the Nephilim. That was the first uh, first 30 minutes before I played any clips tonight. Oh, to that. But, but let's talk about it. Well, you know, it's an interesting topic. I ain't an expert in it, but from what I know about it is, you know, um, I'm read, from reading the book of Enoch, where it talks about, like, uh, you know, the God's the wars in the heaven and there was the black heads and then of course you had the angels that came down and plotted against um well not really plotted against but had a little secret oath that they took and then came down and made it with the sons with the women of uh uh of the men on the earth and so the, daughter, the daughters about of men. it was the daughters of men so if 
these were angels. This is the thing. If they were angels, which, you know, they were angels. If they were, I mean, I guess you would call them jinns because they had a will. And I guess what they say in Islam, that the angels were created only to obey Allah. But these angels, like Iblis, of course, had will to say, you know, they had a they had a will to say yes or no. You know, I'm going to follow my own sight. Or yeah, they I'm just had gonna, free will. Yeah, they had freak. Yeah, they had wisdom, and they had they had a uh, and so. But some of the angels, I guess Gabriel, um, Michael L, and um, uh, Raphael, and those guys. I mean, they they it looked like they stood firm to what you know to 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 the uh, loyalty to the Most High. And then those angels took an open, they went down and made it. And so apparently there was some bloodshed. Um, I guess because it seems like they probably created like some mutts or something like that, man, because <laughs> all of a sudden the angelic beings start doing evil. And, you know, it was a lot right. of bloodshed. So how did these, how did these angels become, if they were angels, how did, how did they become so devilish to create well, see, this offspring that became evil? That's a good point. And see, I talked about that earlier too. When I'm, and one of the things that I said was was that because they had free will, it, it, it gave them um, it gave them the free will to question the Most High. And so right. when they began to question the Most High, uh, it's essentially when they got kicked out of what they would consider to be heaven, right? And so if you if you look at um, you look in the book of Numbers, thirteen thirty-three, three three three, right? Thirty-three thirty-three. Um, it talks about them being inhabitants of Canaan, right? Which is where mm-hmm. the Israelites were supposed to be from, right? And so we talk about the Nephilim and you know these these beings that fell, and then being able to to have the authority um, to question, you know. Then you have to ask, well, okay, well, well, what did God question them to do, right? Because see, look at it like this, right? God basically gave them an order, and they questioned it. It's, it's how the story went, or the Most High Allah, whatever you want to call that, that supreme being, right? Right. And so, right. if you look at the story of the Nephilim, one of the things that it talks about with the fallen angels, um, and it's even in the Quran, is that um, the Most High told the Most High wanted to create humans. So when he wanted to create humans, one of the things that he did, or she, or it, or whatever, whatever that, that supreme energy is, right? It wanted to create humans. And essentially, uh, the angels didn't agree with that. And because they didn't agree with that, right. um, they basically says, well, um, you know, we don't agree with that shit. So, you know, that's what it is. And, and they got kicked out of heaven. So one of the things that, that they were asked to do, though, Right, was they were asked to castrate themselves, right? And this is you, you can find this in the book of Enoch, right? And they talked about how they said that they, they they had to castrate themselves, and one of the angels was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that," right? And so he was like, "Well, why you don't right. want to do that?" Blame. And, and he was he's like he's like, "Well, because I could, because I'm superior to humans. Why why should I have to castrate myself?" Right. Right. And so. Then the story goes. Well, later, um, angels were given the opportunity to prove that they were more superior than humans. Right. See, and that's so, really where the, the 
shit gets funniest because it's like, well, on one hand, you told the angels are, are here are here for you. Then on the other hand, they don't really want you here, so they so they go in competition with you. So in the story in the Quran, they say something like, you know, um, the angels. So so you got. I guess what they call angels, and you got what they, what they call gins. Gins supposed to be made yeah, out of smoke and right. spite. That's right. And that's what I'm about in the story, so the gin was genies. Yeah, genies. They showed it to us on TV all the time. That's right. And, you know, you See, rub that little thing, talking, and then the smoke come out. Watch. The watchers. Right. And so. What they happen in that Quran though, because I you know I study a lot. And then, matter of fact, tomorrow begins the first day of Ramadan. But tomorrow, uh, they used to say this story, right? That God created, um, you know, Adam per se, right? And He wanted the angels to bow down to Adam. The same thing. And now I got to go back into that Enoch book because you said castrate, but in the Quran they say bow down to Adam. And mm-hmm. even though that the bliss and the angels knew that they were superior, so according to the Quran, the bliss, the rest of the angels bowed down, but the bliss, which was what we call Satan or the devil, right? Mm-hmm. And so he chose not to bow down, and then God kicked him out of heaven. And then he, his whole thing was to show that your, we're going, I'm going to show you that your creation is not superior than us, and we're going to make them. We're going to make them worship, per se, me rather than you, right? And uh, rather than, you know, rather than Allah or the Most High. And so when that happened, that's allegedly when this war started between, you know, God and this angel, which could be like, you know, setting, you know, the sun in the night. Like the God wins during the day, then the devil comes out at night, I guess, when the sun sets, something like that. But so many mm-hmm. stories and so many books. Yeah, it's, it's shit is deep, ain't it? You know, it's, and it's real it, deep. Yeah, it is. And so, so like, it, it, that, that's my whole thing is that it's so deep and there's so many different interpretations of that story. Um, like, and so, like, even the Quran, right? The Quran talks about the fall of Ibis or, or Ibis, whatever, yeah. however they say it, right? It talked about how, yeah. how um, angels, um, you know, they basically, they were the object to God's intention, right? Um, and when they objected to God's intention to create humans, they said that we don't want y'all create, we don't want you to create the human because all they do is is cause corruption and they and they shed blood, right? Mm-hmm. So then they say, okay, well this happens right. after the angels observe the men causing unrighteousness. So then you know. You, you get okay, so you get these angels who say, "Well, we're not gonna bow down because humans are are the ones who are unrighteous." And so basically, right. they they refuse the instruction. Yeah, they refuse the instruction, and right? And so, so th- this is where the the jinn comes in, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, because they said that that Evis is actually not the angel, but the entity that's apart from that, which is essentially a jinn, right? And they said that, um, and, and in order to get in heaven, right, you didn't necessarily have to be an angel, 
right? But you had to have some type of previous righteousness that would allow you to sit next to the angels. Right. And now you get into this thing with the bloodline. I was now I was actually reading an article about this, uh, and they said not only did they come down and mate with uh, the humans or the, the, you know, the daughters of men, but they also made it with animals. <laughs> they also made it with Again. animals to create the, to create the um the beast man and all that type stuff. So you know what's interesting about when they say mating with them, I, I happen to think that. I really think that it was more technological than than what they're making it seem. I think these motherfuckers were splicing genes. I think they yeah, were doing. Did like, you think about the story of the big head scientist? Yeah, Yakub. Yeah, Yakub. Yakub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so what you what we talking about really is is is, is gene splicing. You know, I mean, and, and we talking about this shit on a high level too. Right, because humans were created with what was known as, as fatwa or fitra, right? The state of purity of innocence, right? That's why when you're baby, you're created with innocence, right? Um, and the Muslims right. believe that all humans are, are born with this or the ability to choose or reject God's guidance, right? So the, the fatra Arabic is uh, translated as the original disposition. So what? So what? Your, what your original disposition was, right? Was, was that you came in here pure? So, so we talk about jinn. Jinn wasn't just a, a Islamic concept. It was, um, you know, even the pagans dealt with with the concept of the jinn. It's it's interesting man. when we're talking about about purity, right, and being born and, you know, with purity because you have to think about it, right, you know, that they say, okay, well, we, we're the fallen angels, right, or right. are we the descendants of those fallen angels, you know, who fell, and then as they as they did gene splicing, they brought entities into this world who was created so-called pure, because you got to ask yourself, is a motherfucker created evil? Like, like, with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, were, were certain people brought into this world and they just had evil in them? Or was that shit bred into them? Yeah, it had to be bred into them because, you know, you don't really know evil when you're young. I don't think. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know evil. You can see uh, a young black kid and a young white kid playing with each other. You know what I'm saying? And until it's ingrained in them that... There's, you know, that, you know, somebody says, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, or, or, or they encounter racism. They don't know the fucking difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I believe that evil, you know, and, and you have to talk about evil when you talk about the fallen angels and the jinn and all of that, because then we start getting into the whole satanic thing, or you know, even demonic, because then they say, you know, the, the demons. This is the realm of the demons. No, but jinn are not supernatural in the sense of of being um, purely spiritual, right? Right. They, some say you know the jinn are invisible or or they can be invisible. They they eat, they drink, you know, they they sleep, you know, yeah. they breed with the opposite sex. They produce offspring, you know, and they resemble parents. 
they had intercourse. <laughs> so, so what's the difference here? We're talking about um, the the and see that's why even sex is so important because the act of sex, man, the ritual of sex. You know what I'm saying, bro? You, you get with the wrong female, and what happens? You fuck your life up. <laughs> fuck your life up. Right, same thing with the wrong the female that get with the wrong man. He'll fuck your life up. So it, it go back. You know what I'm saying? Like so that's that's again the beauty of choice because you got the choice to choose whether or not you want to follow the, the so called path of righteousness or the or the path of of not being righteous. And I think that the, the that illusion of, of choice because it really really ain't no illusion. Honestly. You know, you picking whatever your your nature is. Now, now that's another. Yeah, you thing got to argue. Well, you got <laughs> some tall what's folks. Nature? What's your nature? Now, if you're arguing what your nature is, and you're saying that, then like, like you know, how deep you going with that? Like, what's your, what's your nature? Like, what's your spiritual soul? What's your what's your what's your inner? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Inner. Evils, demons. Yeah, see, see, that's what I'm saying. So, so when you get down to that shit, then you really are dealing with, with um, the idea of, and, and this is just my opinion, but you, you get down to that, you really dealing with the idea of, of uh, inner philosophies and 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 psychology and shit like that. You know what I mean? Of people, you know. So, and once again, that goes back to what are you taught in the home? You know, and what's been passed down to you from generation to generation to generation. So then we get to the gene idea, right? And the idea of what's what's in your genes, you know, like like in your genetic structure, you know, and, and your chromosome type shit that that allows you to think a certain type of way. Like, what, what makes one motherfucker want to be a drug dealer and make another person want to be a priest or a pastor? Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or what makes a person say, I'm going to go from being in the streets and selling drugs, and then the next thing you know, they want to be a pastor. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, right. is that is that built-in genetic structure? What makes a nigga like Allen Iverson want to play basketball, being being shorter than most people on the court? Right. Is, is, is that, right. Are, you, are, you reaching, are you reaching back to something that, you know, in a past life that you was before. Yeah, because that's a hell of an inner strength to do what he did. Damn right. That's a hell of a... Yeah, I mean, I just so, met... I mean, I was about a nigga that couldn't even dunk a ball for real. Right, right. He ain't got to that inner strength when he had dunked on you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And, you know, you know so, so... I think that when we talk about the fallen angels... We got. We definitely have the DNA, the the, the codons, or codons. Uh, you know, the code, the genetic code of angels, of 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 uh, Nephilim. Because don't forget about the, you know, the the, the the cherubim and the seraphim. Right. You know. Right. The angels that sit at the right hand side of the Lord and the left hand side of the Lord. Nephilim side. Yeah, you're supposed to salute those angels, uh, you know, when you make your, if you're making prayer, you're supposed to salute the left angel and the right angel because they're the ones that kind of got your back right exactly. out in this realm. 
Exactly, you know. But my question, you know, my cousin. How do you uh? Say something. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was gonna say my cousin said something interesting one time. He 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 told me, he said he says you know, when when one of our ancestors passes, they end up going into your DNA. He said he said so so the way that that they living still on this realm, but they're living through you and your DNA. So I really you know first thought you say okay that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but as you become more spiritual. Um, then you begin to like, like in the clip, the, the guy talked about how, um, you know, people be talking to themselves and shit, right? What you really right. doing to me is, ta- is tapping into um, other other aspects of um, of your divinity, and and you and really you're reaching contact with with them ancestors that have passed away. That's how we get ideas. That's how information comes from certain places. Cause you pulling shit down from the cosmos, but you also got that DNA of them, them other, them other people. So if you read, remember that book I talked about um, a while back, the ISIS thesis, mm-hmm. right? And in that book, that's one of the things she talked about. She say that 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 when you pass away, what what you really are dealing with is um, is bacteria, wow. right? So now we talking about some scientific shit. So you're talking about the bacteria, so your aura. People say, oh, I can see your aura. But what they say that really is is, is, is bacteria. It, but bacteria has um, ether in it, so it's intelligent bacteria. So, so, so really your ether goes into your relatives or whoever it is when you die. Now, now you tell me that, that that ain't some divine shit. I don't know what it is. You know, you mentioned something about your chromosomes and, and, and that type of thing. So, but, you know, in order to really tap into your, your essence of your being, of who you are, to get back to your genetics, you know, I mean, I know you got blood tests and blood types, but sometimes yeah. I notice certain generations like you could like some people could be blood type oh your mom and pops could be blood type oh but then the child would come out as a blood type b from a previous ancestor yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's, and that's the weird that's true it is weird it, it, it is weird like um you know i, I think I'm, and, and see you got to remember too some of that is about how you was eating in the womb about what your mother mm-hmm. was feeding you and um, I remember years ago Ali Muhammad would talk about this he would talk about how you can actually switch your blood type over depending upon what you're eating right so it doesn't and matter you can also switch back to I think you also can switch your blood type without even knowing it by mating with people of different um like, say, for example, and I ain't trying to be racist or nothing, but, like, say, for example, like, if you were younger, right, and you had, you may have knocked off a white chick, you know what I'm saying, several times, several times, maybe, now, now I didn't play it in snow before, like, when I was younger, right, and I used to feel like, I used to feel like I was getting my energy sucked from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I used to feel like I was getting my energy sucked to me. It, it, I don't, uh, sucked I don't me. think you were I think, I think you were 100% right about that. And, and, I'll tell, and I'll tell you this, right? I've been around um, certain groups of people, and, you, and I get around them, and I start falling asleep and shit, getting sleepy. Like, I feel like it took me a minute. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is he just trying to drain my energy? Hell yeah, man. It's really energy vampires out there. Like, you know how you can be around some people that are talking. And their energy is so... They be talking, man. By the time you're done, you're like, damn. Man, yep. this is going to suck my yep, yep. energy away from me. I can't even... I got to touch myself around certain people. Man, so, I mean, 100%. I, have, yeah, I have felt that, you know, just from, like, certain people, like, just, like, growing up, being younger, and I noticed that, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, you know, energy, people can really take your energy, there's such thing as energy vampires, for real. Energy vampires, the motherfuckers are real. They they are very real. And, and I, you know, I found that, that one of the, the things to do is if you find yourself in a setting like that and you've noticed that it's constantly happening, right, you want to dose up on, on, on shit that's going to give you energy and then have your seals and your protection and shit on you. So, so you wear your amulets around your neck, your stones, um, you know, you, you keep fruit, you know, fruit in you, um, you know, saying you want to, um, Know, you, you want to do your vitamin B you know all the shit that, that's supposed to give you extra energy because what's happening is that there are really literally beings that are walking around on this motherfucking planet and they see your energy and they say oh I want to live off of that energy I want, I want that energy because I don't have it myself so they suck your energy and they literally motherfuckers are literally on this planet doing that shit yeah I'm damn sure believing it Cause uh yeah that's kind of that's kind of deep that's kind of deep Joey I ain't gonna front man cause I I didn't I experienced that I know it's real I experienced that through conversation you know what I'm saying where people can drain your they, energy they call, and they don't mean no harm by it well they call it psychic vampirism right it, it, it's I a term that some of them don't even know they got the power yo like some dog, people don't even dog. recognize that they have it. But it's real though. It you know, and the funny thing is, um, we're talking about something that's really um this this goes to the metaphysical side of it. It's life force energy. It's what they drain it. They drain in your life force energy. Right. That's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they yeah. do. By the time you get off the phone, like you said, you tired in the mud. You like drain, like you can't figure out why, because they was trying to give you good information. Yep. <laughs> You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. The way they was giving it, probably. Listen, man, it's yeah. a um, it, it it when people approach energy work, right? Um, some the, the right people approach it with the with the sense of I'm gonna heal somebody, right? People, you got right. people who approach it from the sense of I'm gonna take somebody's energy, and then you got some people who walk around who are who are psychic vampires and don't even realize that they vampires, dog. They just pull them like yeah. force energy straight up. That's right. That's right. Now, nah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out because you know you mentioned like because I thought that was kind of strange when you know you got you know the O type blood, you have a B type baby. You, you ask all of the um like I asked all of the the parents, I asked the mother, the father. The grandmother, the grandfather, they all had 
that same blood type. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They all had the mm-hmm. same blood type. And I was like, it's strange how that baby come in and they got different blood type. Because normally the baby blood type will be the same as the mother a lot of times. Right. You know what I'm saying? Majority Correct. of the times. And then every now and then it may go to the father or some ancestor that came before then. You know, don't forget that there's that's a just strange. Yeah. Well, don't forget there's a term known as erythroblastosis, right? And erythroblastosis, I don't know if you've ever heard of this or not, but this is a scientific term, right, where, where um, you know, you get – and you could have parents – you can even have parents of the same race, you know, where it's more common in parents of different races, but you can have parents of the same race that get it, um, specifically because the mother has different blood types than the father, right? But erythroblastosis, it, it essentially, um, it tries to kill off the child before the child even gets here because it sees the child as a foreign invader in the womb, okay? And so you got to start with that. And so, I mean, you know, you talk about coming out the womb with a different blood type than your parents, you know, that that's a that's a hell of a thing there. See, I even that's even for myself, I went it is. It is. See like I, I went and pulled my um I went and pulled all of my my information on my blood type, everything from the hospital, which I recommend that people do. You pull all that I did too. So you have it. Yeah. Right. You know, and I found out I found out some real powerful shit about my blood type. You know what I'm saying? I, right. Because I had never known. You know, but once you realize, oh shit, my blood type is royalty. It's royal blood. Yeah. You know, then it does make you question. Because then you wonder, oh, okay, now I know why I feel drained around people. Now I know why people, it seems like people want to take my, my energy or my force. Right? Right. 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 Because, right. because it's, yeah. it's, it's in your blood. That blood is quantum. You're talking about quantum blood, man. You're talking about blood that radiates. Man, it's, it's 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 crazy, man. I mean, cause I got mine. I went I went and got my uh, birth record handwritten, everything with the blood type, the time. I mean, I got all that certified record. And the reason why I got it, cause I was gonna get a uh a. a I think I was going to do something with the Social Security Administration. They was like, yo, send up your original birth record, and then we can put it, we can we can give you a new number that's different, than, that, that matches the name on, on the birth certificate type thing. So I had, I had mm-hmm. got it, but I ain't never sent it up. I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to send it up. I'm going to say this in case of emergency. And, um, but, yeah, I was able to look at my handwritten birth records, blood type, time I was born, the doctor's notes, all that good information right there, you know. Yeah, that's it. Um, you can also see, you see your mother's information. You see what they braid. You see what they the, what they put on your as far as your nationality and race. You see all of that. That's why I was able to know so, that they they put Negro on mine. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, well, see that's the funny thing is they try to start off with that and put Negro on your shit, and you can you can have that right. shit corrected. Even as an adult, you know what I'm saying, and, and so now they're even doing it where, you know, they don't really want you going to get a court order. The hospital was like, well, we'll just change it ourselves, right? Because see, when we talk about quantum, like you think about it, like the Native Americans, 
explain the whole blood quantum thing. Like your blood, that's how they block people off from getting wealth. Right? Right. Was was by was by classifying you by your blood. So you look up the word quantum mm-hmm. and it says it's a definition that says quantum is a discrete quantity of energy proportional in magnitude to the frequency of the radiation it represents. A required or allowed amount, especially an amount of money, legally payable and damages. So 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 when we talk about when they say blood quantum, they say in physics the quantum is the minimum amount of any physical entity involved in, 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 in any interaction. The fundamental notion that the physical property can be quantized is referred to as the hypothesis of quantization. Now, two things. The first thing is when you talk about quantization, right? In music, there's something called quantize, right? Right. You you, quant, you quantize beats to a certain rhythm, right? Four four times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two four time, cut time, whatever the time is. And, and the beat you listening to, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that they talk. One of the definitions of quantum, not only does it deal with radiation, but it deals with with, with uh, monetary. It, it deals with money. So your your blood, that right there, I'll tell you that your blood type number mm-hmm. one is based on money. It's based it's based on how much you radiate, and then number three. Right, it's 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 a it's based on on time time signatures. That's why the lecture I played earlier, dude was talking about how we could control time. We damn near can time travel, homie, because of your blood. Right, right. Yeah, the blood is serious, man. I mean, you know, I I just find it interesting because uh, when I was looking at the different blood types and learning about them. You know, it was interesting to see how uh, when I studied it, I, I, I found out that like people in Asia, for example, like people in the, that culture in Asia, they they use blood types to put you in to to, to kind of understand your personality and how you would do in profession. And based on your exactly. blood types, they'll put you in certain roles based on your blood type because your blood type has a, I guess, an attitude or some type of uh, you know. Prediction of how you would turn out as a person based upon your blood type, which yeah. I thought was really, really, you know, real. I thought that was real, like that's a broad scope, you know. I think, I think, but, what, yeah, I, I, I think what we're gonna do because we, we out of time, but I think what we're gonna do is, and I, I like where you're going with that in terms of blood type, right, and, and determination uh, of who you're gonna be. I think on the next show we'll, we'll pick up on that. Um, and dive into to that aspect of it. Okay. We go That's what's up, on. man. That's what's up. Great show. I mean, thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. We're going to keep on moving, man, with this topic because it's such an important topic. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I like doing these metaphysical shows because, you know, it ain't always about, about law. Sometimes it is about the spirit. Actually, we really want, we really want more metaphysical shows. To be honest with you, because it's a lot of type of this stuff that I'll be personally wanting to hear. You know, other people talk about just to make sure that I'm, you know, 
on the right track and can check my sources, you know? Yeah, ex- exactly, man. So, hey, look, if you know some people who need to hear the show, man, make sure that they, they tune in next week. And uh, I'll make sure that we continue the conversation from this week, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be a big one because a lot of people want to, you know, learn about that. It's more, you know, because uh, most people drop in history. Most people drop in law. But very few people are getting into the metaphysical portion of it, you know, exactly. as a consistent thing. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're going to keep it consistent. Word up. Right, sure. Peace to the God, man. All right, peace, God. I appreciate you calling in, man. All right. Peace. All right, peace, God. All right, that's what's up. We up out of here, man. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Revolution Radio Network. Peace to the God.